one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. What's good, Internet? Ooh, my voice. <laughs> Just, we were talking about politics. Is your voice good? My voice is good. That voice is good. We went through the entire oh, pack, it turns out. Uh-huh. Now, that was it. That was the voice of Gita Jackson here on Monday, January 24th. Gita joining us for the first Woo! time here on Waypoint Woo! Radio. Hi, I'm Gita. Also the voices of Kato, Patrick, and Rob. Uh, you're listening to Waypoint Radio, episode 290. You got here before 300. Which Where's is- the dog? Where's the yeah, dog? Yeah, show us the dog, Rob. Dog. Can't. Dog. 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 Dog is upstairs dog. sleeping. Let me have these two hours. What's your dog's there? name? Do Rob. Rob. What did, what did you go with? Uh, Mina. Mina's Mina. a good name. Mina's That's a very good So the thing to like. It's, Rob got a dog. To be clear. I don't know if people ask some questions right now. Yeah. Standard poodle. Um. And she's named Mina because among the notes uh, from the uh, breeder and the behavioralist she works with, Mina set the course record for the doggy maze that all the puppies were. Shit. I need you to know. <laughs> I need you to know, Rob, you sent you sent those messages. Rob, you sent like a, a long paragraph on how smart your dog is, how you wound up through a fluke. And uh, 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 sadly, there's another dog who has some some jaw needs i guess that is better that you were going to adopt you couldn't adopt and you're like but instead we got this other dog we didn't see at all and it turns out that her dog iq is through the roof (laughs) she's part of dog mensa she's so advanced for her age she's so advanced for her age and you did this in our like waypoint our general waypoint chat which is like an alumni chat uh which still has like danica and danielle and and uh uh, natalie and natalie immediately Immediately, I am me. I was like, wow, I can't believe Rob just happened to get the world's smartest dog. <laughs> which is no. which is the most you thing in the world. Mina really 12 seconds base. through the maze. 12, 12 seconds. seconds. I mean, What's the average? Amazing. What's the co- average course time? Among dogs that complete it and aren't pulled because they, they're not going to get it, uh, <laughs> the average was like a minute 30. Wow. Okay. Wait, how quick was off. Mina? That's amazing. 12, 12 seconds. 12 seconds? Did she just jump over the walls? What happened? <laughs> That's so fast. She's just like, it's like, I don't know. Like, I wish I could see the maze, right? It seems like a thing where like, if the dog just like kind of grocks it, they can just walk through it. But a lot of like, a lot of dogs will just stand there and be like, well, I don't see any gaps here. So I'm going to freeze. Right. And think about this. Yeah. Uh, that's not, that's not our Mina. Mina's like, no maze can hold me. That's where she's Amazing. resting right now, resting her brain power. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, Mina, Mina. Mina. I see. And Mina, like the minotaur of the maze. Got Wasn't you. that minotaur you fucking trapped nerds. in there? Jesus Christ. That's Patrick left, I think. God damn it. 
Uh, okay. I, I just, Mina really just bases all of her arguments on logic. I no, see. it's not emotional <laughs> it's not for emotional. her. When she wants dinner, it's based on like a logical assessment of the last time she's been fed. Right. Which and was she only too eats brain ago. food. She, she only, only eats, eats brain food. Yeah. She's not on any any processed foods. Oh no, grain free. She only sleeps when I'm playing classical music. Oh uh, my gosh. Jesus Christ. Can you get it's her really a little something. doggy fedora? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Uh, how are you doing, Gita? I'm honestly doing really Welcome great right again now. to I'm Waypoint really Radio. Welcome to Vice. Welcome to Motherboard. Yay, yay. I hope it's. Been, I hope your week's been good so far. Well, it's a I got short to write week, about which the is Sims, weird. So I'm. You did already. That's it. Yeah, you made it. That's so it. I get to go home now. That's it. Well, no, you finish this podcast, then, then you, then you go, go home. home. No, I'm gonna leave right now. Is that cool? Yeah, that's fine. I thanks for coming through. No problem. We'll see you on Monday. See ya. Bye guys. Bye bye bye. <laughs> Uh, no, how you been? What did you write about The Sims? Uh, so the new Tiny House expansion came out. Right. So can you, um, okay, wait a second. Can okay. you explain? Because I think there's some, a genesis for this. Yes. What is a tiny? I I know what a tiny house is. Okay. But a lot of people might not know the tiny house movement. If you are someone who's graduated from college and now only goes to visit your parents twice a year for like Thanksgiving and Christmas, you may notice that they love to put on HGTV and just kind of exist while it's on. <laughs> Not necessarily watching it, but it's just on. Like the constantly. classical music that Mina listens to. A list, uh, yeah. No <laughs> Property Brothers for Mina. Just classical. <laughs> um, and... You know, one of the shows on HGTV is called Tiny Living, and it's about this trend of people who buy property and essentially, like, make really small, energy-efficient houses out of often upcycled, you know, or recycled materials. Um, sometimes they're kind of just trailers that have, like, interesting space-saving solutions, so, you know, two or more people can live in them. I've seen, like, tiny houses that are essentially, you know— like a family homes with like a child's bedroom, really cute, like child's bedroom with like a little child sized door because mm-hmm. they have to put it underneath the lofted bedroom. Sure. Which is really sweet. I don't know what they're going to do when that child grows up. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, that's cute for Get now. a second tiny house. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I think that yeah. like, there, there's a lot of like weird. There's a lot of conversations to have around so, the tiny house. The idea of minimizing your carbon footprint by moving to a smaller space, I think, is good. Yes. And I think everyone needs to have a reassessment of how many things they own, because honestly, you probably don't need that many things. I'm a huge proponent of throwing out almost everything you own every time you move, which young people move quite a bit. Um, I don't have a lot of shit. I love it. Yeah, I love not having a lot of shit. Honestly, it's, it's good. It's, it fucking rocks. I'm excited to have just like just the essentials when I move into like me and my boyfriend are going to move in together. So, um, yeah. And, you know, that stuff is really cool. But like you look at the amount of money that these people spend yeah. to make these places and it's the same as just buying a home, right. like a regular sized home. And so you really it's. The sustainability aspect, cool, fine, but it still perpetuates this like idea that sustainability is only accessible to the upper class, which isn't very cool. No. I mean, it's uh, the most cool tiny houses, I think, are the ones that people actually just build themselves instead of getting a contractor to build them because they're just building a house and have decided they don't need a mansion. And I, I like that. Totally. Yeah. And, like, at that point, the folks who can afford that, yeah. I'm glad those are the folks who are going down this route. Yeah. Um, and also, like, I don't need to live in a world where it is – all of that burden of reducing carbon footprint comes on like yes. poor folks in the same yes. way. In the same way that like I think in general, I like that when I've moved, I've done the same type of thing of like throwing stuff out, giving stuff away. Yeah, <clears throat> but I, love I also that. 
I also know that I have been I've been able to do that because I've been often when I move, I move to go to a job where I'm going to have money to get new yeah. stuff if I need to get new stuff. And like yeah. there before I was in that position when I moved, I was bringing everything I had because I didn't have much. And because yeah. like, well, I have three pairs of jeans and these ones are already ripped, but I don't have money for good new jeans. Yeah. So uh, I'll live with it. Yeah. Um, but now uh, you can get two beds. Right. Yeah. Now I now I that's right. I moved to New York and immediately bought two beds. No one is going to ever let me live. No. The food bed down. Uh, I appreciate it. You know what? The food bed doesn't come up here that often. It came up years ago. We're all, I'm an old head. I'm an thank, awesome walker. Old you, head. Thank you. This is the thing that, people, people that don't is. fucking know. Actually, like Gita and I go back like that. No, we do. Gita and I came out of I'm, the same like the same era of games crit, yeah. which is like post Rob Zachney. Rob Zachney. You were laying the groundwork. You were already established. You yeah. were a voice. You were like, I am not saying Patrick because Patrick. And I like, felt established. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I bet secure. Everyone, everyone in that blog, that in that brainy gamer blogosphere thing, like had it made in the shade. Yeah, well, and oh, then yeah. easy street. It's great because I think we inherited that stability by being the the you know paste games, and we all got jobs at extremely stable media companies. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Fantastic. What a good industry we were all in. I love it. Um, um, yeah, I'm. I, we go. Back to the nightmare Ooh, Starbucks. that ship's hull is right at the waterline. Yeah, I have to get aboard. <laughs> I gotta get on that. <laughs> Can walk right on. God. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm. I'm from the nightmare Starbucks days. You, you are know? from the nightmare. Remember that the, these are days. clapped hands. There's a phrase that just walks into my head. Oh, I forgot about these are clapped hands. Those are. That's good. a really good. I do phrase. remember. I remember. Yeah. We have. I anyway, have, we could go. We're back. all friends. We're catching up. Yes. Um, but yeah. So the tiny house expansion. When it comes to the, the Sims, Sims is like, hey, let's do that. Yeah, so which there, is there very was, reactive, I'll say. Yeah, not this that is like one of the first times I've seen a Sims expansion come from what the community is already doing and has oh, been doing with the okay, game. Right, sure, so of course. People who make Sims houses, they love to create challenges for themselves. I love this one challenge that this uh, Sims YouTuber, who is my favorite Sims YouTuber, Little Simsy, just like a twenty-something child who just like has a lot Lil of Simsy. feelings. Is it Little Simsy or is it Little Her Simsy? Her name's Cal- Ky- uh, Kayla Sims. So she's a little Simsy. Yeah, it's a little Simsy. She's a little Simsy. She's so she's so sweet. She cries about the Sims on camera all the time. She cried about the when they got customizable stairs. She cried on camera. It was really, then she called her mom when she was like, "I'm a little freak that's crying about the Sims," and her mom was like, "That's so funny." <laughs> Good mom. Um, so but yeah, okay, she so there's already like, an interesting thing here, yeah. right? Which is like the Sims as a something about the tiny houses, the tiny house movement. Yes, that is. Like apparent is it's a very aesthetic yes. thing, right? Like it's a very particular aesthetic. It's not just like all caps space space locked aesthetic. No, you want to look like you live in a repurposed space, right? And you also want multiple pieces of furniture that have multiple uses. Sure. So, and that's already not those specific things, but that idea of like deep uh, like uh, attention to detail. Yes. Like arrangement, almost like diorama style design is a Sims thing. Yeah. hundred percent. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like uh, I spend a lot of time when I build houses, like meticulously arranging things on countertops to make it look specifically lived in in a certain way or putting posters on like a teenage girl's wall, Mm -hmm. you know, to give them the personal touches of human beings existing in a space that you forget about existing when you are just sort of living it. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, like a bunch of people have already been making tiny houses and trying to see how much functionality they can fit into the smallest house as possible. I um, wrote about this back at Kotaku. And uh, it is it is quite a challenge. And uh, the stuff that comes in the new pack really just kind of gamifies something that's already been happening, where now if you make a house that is of a certain size, you'll actually get uh, some benefits to living there. So I started off making uh, the smallest house possible because I uh, like pain, I guess. <laughs> and uh, 32 tiles, which is an extreme 
That's not a lot of, right. That's not a lot. Yeah. That's really like a very small amount of tiles. And you need to play the game in that space. Like that is the yes. thing that is like important. It's like you're not just designing a cool looking space. A human being you has need, to live there. Right. And like their needs have to be met. Yes. So they need to be able to sleep, eat, shower, and entertain themselves right. in that and like, space. And have a good mood. Yeah. Yeah. Just so, by like being around cool shit. Yeah. So in the the smallest version of the tiny house, you get a ton of like a ridiculous amount of benefits, like skills. You learn everything twice as fast. Gardening oh, wow. is also boosted, and you have mm. higher quality plants. Um, your happy moods last longer, and you have lower bills and all that stuff. And okay. Like, there's a couple this is more. propagandistic as hell. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. So moving near, moving near tiny house, you become a genius. It, <laughs> it does like imply a lot of things about tiny house living that are not necessarily true. Yeah. I don't think. Are there? Is there a, a vibe of this where like? Are there any people in the community who are like? I don't want these benefits. I missed the old challenge of making this happen before I got my Murphy bed. I, I haven't seen anything about that. Okay, people are just like on board. I mean, simmers, they love whatever you throw at them okay. for the most part. They can tell when they've been had. Okay. They will not accept. There was this whole drama with this one stuff pack that was like my first toddler stuff. And it had this this ball pit where the texture on the balls was just a flat JPEG. Oh, and wow. And these people were like... <sighs> Guys, come on. I need some fucking normal mapping on these balls. Yeah, just like a little <laughs> bit of texture here. Please. Come on. Yeah. Um, so, like, they, they will call that shit out when they see it. They are, like, kind of volatile. They're prone to drama as much as possible. But if you give them a new mechanic and it's thoughtful, right. then they're, they're into like, awesome. it. awesome. Yeah. And they, like, they do like the challenge of um, building a tiny house because it's stratified now. So it's not just something you create yourself. Simmers love challenges when they have lots of rules, too. Okay. So, like, the sure. legacy challenge is the classic. And that is like a very specific about where you can build a house, how much money you're able to start out with, what kind of careers you can have, um, you know, choosing an heir for your legacy and all that stuff. Right. And you, there's like points you count up at the end. I don't think I don't know if anyone actually counts up the points anymore, but that was <laughs> but a, that was a thing. That was a thing. So this one is like the Sims dev team created a tiny house challenge and then coded in a like a modification cool. to make it work. Yeah. Uh, the most exciting thing about this challenge for, for this uh, pack for me, though, is the Murphy bed. The Murphy bed death is so great. <laughs> Just what? How do you need? How do you die in the? Mur- I mean, it's a fucking crapshoot. Okay, you do Wait, not every know, time. Every time there's a chance. Every time you pull the bed down or sleep in the bed, there's a chance it will crush you. To death? To to death. It's not a thing where it breaks and you just left it Listen, unbroken. I was or broken. trying to get a screenshot for the article I wrote about the Murphy bed death yesterday, and my sim died by accident. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It it wow. just happened by accident. I was not expecting accident. it. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I mean, accident. I was making her open, mm. pull down the bed, and then put up a bed. Like, Stress mm. testing like, it. Yeah. I was making mm. sure, you know? This was like Russian roulette, but with a Murphy bed. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Can I say I looked this up yeah. just now and it says you get a relationship bonus for living in a tiny house? Well, you're real close to them. I think that's the <laughs> oh, opposite. Yeah. That does not feel like a re- You should get a, a relationship like Debuff. doubler. Yeah. Where it's like if it's going good, it's going real good. Oh, if it's but going it's bad, bad. Uh, it's a disaster. Yeah, my my dad for a little while was obsessed with tiny houses. He gets in these things about he's, – he's a tech nerd. So like okay, tiny sure. houses really appeal to him for that reason. Yeah. Um, and he was like, oh, you know – Thinking about maybe getting a plot of land somewhere and like experimenting with this. And then my mom was just like, we would kill each other <laughs> if you did this. We, I would murder you. And that dream just died. It just that's it. It's done. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, he understood the truth. I think, you know. Don't speak to are... me. I'm going to be in my nook. <laughs> <laughs> just angrily slam a curtain shut. <laughs> 
You, you're 100% about the relationship bonus, though, because when Katie and I moved to San Francisco, we'd only been dating for about a year, and I was 22. Oh, boy. I wasn't really ready to, like, move in with my girlfriend mm-hmm. yet. Like, like that wasn't necessarily my goal right away, but we were both, I was asking her, I didn't want to break up, and I was like, I love you, I'd like you to come to San Francisco, but you're taking a big risk, you're going to leave your job and your family behind. I can't ask you to then go find another fucking apartment. Right. Like, that seems yeah. like, like too big of an ask. Yeah. So the way I pitched it was, look, one of two things is going to happen. We're going to move in together. We're going to do this together. We're going to find out we're really, truly in love. We're going to do this for the rest of our lives. Or we hate each other, and then you can leave. You can bounce, and, like, it's all good. We figured it out really fast. Sure, you quit your and job it and <laughs> broke your lease. Um, but, yeah. She was actually able to transfer her job, so it was, like, a oh, softer. Nice. Oh, that's really, yeah. oh, that's, yeah. that's really nice. Much better. Yeah. But... Uh, it did work out, but we had, and it, I mean, our place was a shoebox. Like it, yeah. it was, it may as well have been a tiny house. Like the, the kitchen was, you just stood in, in it. Um, and, <laughs> you just sort of rotate around to access so we all did, your appliances. Yeah, we didn't really, you couldn't really cook things in there, but, uh, well, it did. We got the relationship bonus. Uh, we found out very quickly that I was like, cool, we can, oh, if we can works. make it work it here, yes. we can do anything. <laughs> Actually, the, that raises a question I have about this, which is that like, um, something that always trips me up, for instance, in theme park builders, let's say, is when they get really granular and you have to manipulate the game and like you're really making micro adjustments of a space like you start to the the interface, the way you interact with the game becomes really present. It becomes a, like it ceases to be transparent and becomes a major part of your experience. Tiny house seems like it would, if there's issues with the Sims camera, it seems like it would amp them up, right? If there's any issues with like laying stuff out or like making things go where you want them to and like have the game operate, it seems like it would sort of yeah. amp all that stuff up. Does it, does it feel cramped in, in a way, at, like in, in a maybe not great way? Well, I mean, the house that's 32 tiles you might as well just be playing with the walls down all the time. I prefer that sort of three-quarter view where the walls fade out of view and you just look at the background. Yeah. 64 tiles, which is the mid-sized house, is not quite as bad. 100 tiles, it's, that's just basically a house. That's You're a fine. house. Yeah, that's a regular <laughs> that's house. That's bigger than a New York apartment. Yeah, but it is. By a lot. Dude, I went to Buffalo this weekend and we went in their bedroom. The three-bedroom house of these this married couple owned okay. three bedroom house and their 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 own bedroom is Couldn't the size made. of my apartment. Of your apartment, yeah, basically. of course. Yeah. Um, and, I'm, in yeah. The, I'm in my badge. I'm in my like, I should leave this city mode right now because last night was the first night in that the landlord really turned on the heat. It was like oh, one of those boy. like, and it was like, oh, right. Like I thought it happened already this season, but it, that was only a test. Yeah. Last <laughs> night was the night where it was like, it was I like, can't I do this anymore. I gotta open up the yep. windows. God I have, damn. Yep, uh-huh. I'm like, do I want to bring out the humidifier because it's too dry in here now? Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway. Don't, t- my landlord is fucked something up with our gas connection. So our gas bill, which is only supposed to be for our stove, was over $100. No. Month, and I gotta yell Excuse at somebody. Fuck yeah, that. I Oof. know. Someone's getting killed. Ugh. Um, <laughs> And... Yeah, so the thing that actually is the worst about building the 32 tile houses especially is pathing. So when it comes to right. like manipulating things in a sort of micro way, that's something I actually really enjoy. I love using the, the move objects on Chi to move things off the grid or move things closer to each other yeah, and squish yeah. them into each other and that kind of thing. But when you are making a house that small, you have to not 
build anything inside with the move objects on because you just don't know what is a walkable path for Sims. Right. Pathing in The Sims is not very good. Already in yeah. a bigger space, in, in a, a less constrained space. space. Yeah. Like uh, this, something that's always really annoyed me is that between the toilet and the sink, you need to have one tile of space between each object. So and again, you just, could not make a New York uh, no, bathroom. you couldn't make a New York bathroom where the toilet is like you have to pee to the side yeah. with your uh-huh. legs to the yeah. side. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I don't like I that's always really, really bad. Like, I'm never going to say the phrase a New York toilet again. That sounds like a gross thing. <laughs> and that's the pod. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, well, that's I. I'm glad you get to kill someone in a Murphy bed and write about it. That's the dream of all of all of us, of all games I journalists. One day. One day. I'll, I'll rejoin the ranks so I can write about similar things. We've all seen the great Muppet Caper, Muppet Caper, yes. right? Yeah, where they get in the Murphy bed and then it just comes up. Yeah. Yeah, that happens too. It's Good. great. I love Perfect. it. That does not kill you though. No, it might. I don't know. Oh, okay. My favorite thing though is that if they get crushed by the bed, they just don't want to sleep on a bed for a little while. Okay, so you can get crushed and not die. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can get slammed by and crushed by, so you might not die, but you might die. And you won't want, I would sleep on, there's no couch, presumably. You can get a couch. I mean, if you can can get room for a couch, you can sleep in the couch. 64 tile house, I could fit a couch in there. 30. Whatever. I Yeah, the 32 one, I could fit a chair. Okay. Fit one chair. Just in the corner. (laughs) Yeah. You okay. know, yeah. they made this one cool object, though, that I might just use in all of my houses, like an entertainment setter. So it's like got a TV and a bookcase and a radio oh, that's great. in it. That's fantastic. So you don't have to buy each individual object. Is it way expensive compared it's to... It's a little bit more expensive than But the... having it all in one is really good. I mean, I feel like that's how most people live, actually. Yes. I don't have a radio that is separate from my television. I listen to music Do you on have YouTube. a radio? I'm, does anyone have a radio? No, I don't think so. I, mean, I, some... have, a, I have a Sonos speaker because my dad got me There you go. That one, is the thing. You know? right. so you, that's what you invest in is a nice speaker. Yeah. 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 So. But like I Patrick wa- just looked at what was that? You just kind of did a head tilt, like no, they're do- they're doing they're doing. Oh, uh, to- I thought you had <laughs> strong feelings about yeah. Sonos speakers. I walked. I- <laughs> no, I walked. Aw- I walked away and found out some things from this 1971 house are not up to code. And oh that's really? Oh, turns out what a surprise. Speaking of the oh. Sims, <laughs> Gita. Yes. What what are your th- what are your thoughts on grand designs? Grand designs. I yeah, don't have you know. checked it out? No, I haven't. Oh, is this a show? A this television is, this show? This is a TV show. Oh, is this a <laughs> yeah. reality competition show? No, this is the one where they check in on people who are like, I bought this house, but I've got a plan to make it a, <sighs> my dream house. Oh, my God. I'm not going to hire an architect. I've got oh a good God. idea in my head. Oh, my God. And <laughs> this is like, like that's something awful for me. But a show. It's just Grover, Grover House, House the show? Yeah. It's Grover House the show. <laughs> oh, my God. It's Doom Bathroom it's the show? real good. I gotta watch this. So my, my boyfriend really does not like reality shows, so I watch a lot less, which I think is probably good for my brain. But there is something amazing about watching people who don't know what they're doing learn why they're wrong, which is why I've enjoyed something awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, in my of lifetime. Course. Someone someone told me someone told me that there was a a follow up to Grover House no. called Grover Spy, in which mm. someone on the Something Awful forms convinced convinced themselves that they were doing some sort of Espionage, espionage, were actually like there was. It went bad. Is my understanding? Oh, no. Hackers were involved. It, oh no! They lost some stuff. I've not looked into it yet. Honestly, but. my favorite failed something awful project is just the guy who tried to walk across America and didn't make it out of the parking lot of the park that he was in because that one's harmless. <laughs> you know, he just what got happened? embarrassed. He just didn't want to do it. He went to his grandma's house. He was like, "This is hard." Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. Great. 
Great. That's like well, that this would... Grover House thing is the whole situation. Have you heard of Grover House? Have you House? not seen Grover House? Oh, Patrick, Patrick, this is my first encounter House? with it. House? I don't. Oh, my God. <laughs> so someone per- bought a perfectly nice suburban home. And they I'm were so like, mad. I'm going to build uh, an extension on it. I don't know anything about architecture, but it couldn't be hard, right? And they created just like a large beige box that's just like on the side of their uh-huh. house. That's just a nightmare. Like it feels, looking at it makes me feel like I'm looking at an Escher drawing. Like yeah. it's just constructed in a way that makes you feel crazy. Um, like there's just so many angles everywhere and so many choices. Like there's, my favorite one is there's this picture of a stair. So they've moved into the extension before it's done. So the stairs are like half built and extremely dangerous. And uh, there's a picture of it going up the stairs and there's like a thermostat, but it's like six feet up the wall <laughs> so on the stairs. And there's a teeny tiny little window next to it. <laughs> so it's never going to get an accurate read on the temperature. Uh, it's so funny because it is, ap- I mean, so there's a post, there's a post that Grover made uh, in which in which he said someone asked him like hey where did you learn to do this what is your education in architecture or, or design and he said mostly intuition I guess mostly intuition N- none of this stuff is rocket science and normal people do it all the time just usually not so much altogether I have a solid engineering background and between the code books and examples from the web I was able to do most of it I had a few questions that I posted to DIY forums which, but to be honest it wasn't very helpful they were mostly all that's beyond a DIY job you need to hire a pro and like yeah like yeah. that's there are reasons why floors are a certain height. <laughs> That's a thing. There's not. That's not just like a gut instinct thing. Yeah, I feel like houses should have bedrooms that are entirely bed. That's just something that I feel <laughs> I like mean, should I, be real. I also actually feel that deeply. <laughs> just like put a match. Like that's a the next. In the that's door. food bed. The next step of the yeah. the third heat of the food bed <laughs> is like, actually there. Slide open a panel right, um, in the wall. <laughs> bed one and two are actually I'm just po- on I'm a bed. Posting this to podcast. <laughs> okay. Please click on. Rob, specifically, please click on... You have to expand the tweet to, to get the full. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Grover House really is a work of art. It's so funny. Why are the stairs insulated? See, that I was the one where I was just like, I don't... <laughs> insulated. <laughs> insulated. Oh, they're so good. Oh, it just anyway. doesn't make Jesus any Christ. Like, yeah. What so that the thermostat fuck? is never going to get an accurate read on the temperature because it's directly next to a window. Yeah. You're never going to be able oh to heat or clean your house in a correct way. And then just like the angle of those stairs doesn't make sense. <laughs> what? And I feel like that's a degree that's wider than So is that, yeah. is that the, the gist of Grand Designs, Rob? Or are these people more competent than this, at least? So Grand Designs is interesting because uh, sometimes... They must be it's, hiring people, right? It's just, hey, take my terrible idea right. and make it, but it's probably made competently. No. <laughs> okay. Like, so, like, the conceit is basically that they, like, I don't know how they do their submissions, but people invite them to, like, document the thing they're doing. And it's a real crapshoot. Like, a thing that went shockingly well were these two old uh, retired, like, newly retired um, academics, like one an arts teacher, one a biologist, who were finally like moving in together after being partners for 20 years. Uh, and they decided to work with some architecture students and some engineers at their school who had an idea to like uh, laser cut like wood pieces that would Lego together and you could build the entire house just out of like snap together wooden blocks. That's uh, amazing. And it sounded ridiculous. Like it, like surely this is going to go horribly wrong. 
uh, it worked like a dream. And so it was huh. really cool to see this house that broke, like, because the, the host is kind of an experienced contractor and architect. And so he's like, I don't know how this is going to work because, uh, you know, in the building trades, they leave a fair amount of margin for error right. in their cuts because everything changes on the job site. This thing was engineered down to like millimeter uh, wow. margin of error and it still worked. And all the like utility access panels were like pre-built. So you just had to snake wire and pipes through there. So that was an example of like, this seems like a thing that could go any number of ways. It worked out really, really well. Uh, but another episode was this dude who bought a, a castle in mm-hmm. an Irish forest. Okay. But okay. Mm-hmm. it wasn't a castle. A it was a folly. Historically, no. it was a folly. Do you want to explain what a folly so, is to people who've not means. heard that word in okay. popular use? Yeah. Besides so, to say, like, what a stupid thing that person did. Yeah. So here's the thing. Like, if you've watched, for instance, a lot of uh, period dramas and stuff, you might wonder why are there always like cool, majestic ruins that carry like out in the countryside these characters are coming across like how many abandoned medieval a- abbeys could there have been how many like abandoned like old roman fort could there be none like we're not that many <laughs> yeah. like for the most part <laughs> what wealthy people would do in sort of the uh like neo uh like ne- neo grecian movement and such was hey what if i just built something that looked like some old ruins and really <laughs> class this place the fuck up and so this castle this guy built which was on this like picturesque lake in this Irish forest was never a castle. It was always basically the equivalent of like a dad's like wet bar man cave in yeah. the basement. It's like, it's like more uh, than a it, facade, maybe more than a mini golf course, like castle, but much right. less than a real place you would live. Wow. Like an right. amusement like, park what if a castle, like an amusement keep- park castle. <laughs> like if yeah, I love this, yeah, I love this. I love shed, where this is going. But right. keep right. Oh, great, so, fantastic. Keep my clubs in there and my lawnmower. Yeah. Yeah. So the guy got like, Listen, listen. I I got a little cooler with beer in it. I hang out there sometimes. It's an arcade. In I, there. Yeah, I got a little main cabinet. You know, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's exactly. like my chill zone. Yeah, but it's not a castle. So the guy yeah, was Mario. like, "I'm gonna buy this castle. I'm gonna make it my dream castle." I'm not I've I've got I've had this thing in my head for 20 years this thing is my dream oh my so obviously God. I don't need to hire an architect I will just describe it to people I will <laughs> describe it to the builders and the tradesmen and explain like what I want to build and then we'll build my castle Hubris is so beautiful and, uh-huh. and then the guy's like oh man this is not coming together like I wanted I'm going to change things. And the owner would keep like sneaking onto the job site and change it, like doing his own work no. while the like four, like while the, while the construction manager was gone. I got to watch this uh, show. This I got to watch great. this Dude, immediately. It was, it, and all of this was against the backdrop of like the 08 uh, financial crisis, which hit yes. like a ton of bricks. Wow. And so like the entire thing, because it's really fascinating document of like when this thing starts, it's boom years. Like they like credit is easy. Easy. There's stupid money going around. Yeah. And then the guy's like, damn, the bank doesn't want to give me another half million pounds, like wow. half million pounds to like complete my dream this castle. Is incredible. This I is. Can't, and then. So everyone should everyone should watch. It's like it's like nailed it, but like, yeah, way more expensive. And sometimes <laughs> it gets like. As it was explained to me by. um the people who got me into it, uh, this is Fraser Brown and Hayden Dingman uh, over at PC World. Uh, 
there's certain like any good reality show, you start developing a feel for the meta of the oh, show. Yeah. And sure. so like you start listening for phrases like I'm going to be my own project manager Oh my is God. like the odds of this turn <laughs> ending in divorce just like doubled. Right. Amazing. Like whenever someone's like, I'm going to run this shit. It's like, oh, man, these people might not even be a couple by the end of this. Yeah, yeah. it's that their equivalent of I don't think he's here for the right reasons. Oh, from the bachelor. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know how to describe how when I know that they're going to giving someone a loser edit on ANTM, but you just know that whenever she gives a girl a makeover that has the Done. Naomi Klein hair, because they were huge rivals, Tyra and Naomi right. Klein. Right. You know that she's going to torture That's that girl. It. It's like, that right. girl's going to get you, You've been with. marked. Yes. <laughs> you may as well. Like the scarlet letter. It's um, a black spot, yeah, uh-huh. you know? Yeah, 100%. Like, that girl's going to have God. a bad time. God. The, the the metas of various reality TV shows are definitely something so, someone should go into and identify and, and get people up on them. Because people know there. them intuitively. People yes. know them in their hearts. Well, people, you learn how to read yeah. cinema just yeah. by watching it a lot. And reality television is so digestible, <laughs> you learn how to read it very quickly. Martin Scorsese, of course, meant reality TV when he said that Marvel was ruining cinema. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Marvel was Vanderpump cinema. Vanderpump Rules is honestly the <laughs> most essential piece of media of our time. It it is like so much about the alienation that young work like young millennials feel constantly where they're just trapped in shitty situations because of their <laughs> dumb job and like have to be friends and with people be, who hate them. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Fair, fair, fair. God. It's true. We should take Think a break. about it. We should take a break. <laughs> come back and talk more about uh video, video games. Video video games. Vanderpump rules is a video game. <laughs> Good. <laughs> We will be for me. I think the, from my okay, personal defining not. piece of millennial art is probably party down. You know what? Actually, party down. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That works. Okay. We're yeah. taking a break. <laughs> when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. All right, we're back from the break. Unless someone actually has to take a break. No, I'm good. You're good? Okay. Yeah, I'm fine. We're back. Patrick, no one's telling you your house is bad anymore? You're still good? No, they're working on making it less bad. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's got some zeros attached to it, and mm. then there's some other zeros in the spring. But, you know. Oh, in a house, It's a house baby. built in the 70s. Yeah. yeah. Stuff, stuff, stuff happens, you know? So it's like... That like the, wasn't that long basically ago. Like, they should have gotten the codes well, right. Well, a lot of the... We got to get this the disco ball out of changed, here. The codes changed, okay? The codes changed. That was so that that's so that's 100% attention? it. It's like for right. I just for like one thing is like like the the thing on the roof like it's like it needs to be higher and so it's like well you could just replace the foot but also like then the it, it's just it's houses. They get yeah. expensive really. Uh, speaking of the 70s, I wrote down this is so I have a document for people who don't know that's like hey, what do people play? What can we talk about? What's the run of show? 
Um, and I put the list of everything that people played and I opened it and I thought that it had been updated because the first thing listed was Rob that you'd played the Total War Three Kingdoms expansion, which we'll talk about in a little bit, which I know you're excited about hearing or talking about and I'm excited about hearing. The second thing I listed here, the second thing listed here, I thought Patrick had gone in and added it. Um, but I realized now it was just the two games that we talked about before, which is uh, like two weeks ago or whatever, which was Drop Mix and then Disco Elysium, which, by mm. the way, people should go listen to the Disco mm. Elysium spoiler cast. But I've written it down here as Disco Drop Mix. And I thought that Patrick <laughs> had gone into the Damn. document and was like, yeah, I bought I bought up the only Drop Mix expansion I could find. It's all about disco music. I thought we were going to get Patrick talking to us about his new love of disco. And I'm really sad we're not getting uh, that. If, if you could get like that main, like that really good, there's not much music in Disco Elysium. Yes. But the music that is there it's is really good. Very good. And, and it's, and like that one track, like the main track yeah. that you get, like when you like start a new day, mm-hmm. um, give me that and put that in drop mix. mix. Yeah, we did. So again, real quick for people who didn't see it, we did do, uh, we both beat Disco Elysium and we did a Disco Elysium spoiler cast. That'll go in. It's in the feed now. It's in the we, yeah. really yeah. Yeah. we really liked that game. We really liked that game. The, the takeaway. What's the takeaway? So yeah, if you don't want to go listen to that, we both really like that game. Uh, you know, if you war, want, if warts you want, like, and a all. Te- go read if if you go uh, and look up the uh, post where the podcast is embedded. I took out a bit from the very end where we sort of speak towards so like the political legacy of like of Disco Elysium, and it doesn't have any spoilers. What happens in the story? Um, but if you want, like sort of like a general takeaway of where we think that game sits, like thinking about it like five, 10 years out um, and sort of like the canon um, that's there. And that's very safe for you. Um, yeah. Go read that. Out. Go check that out. What else is going on? Uh, I guess Kato, I have to, I have yeah. to ask you. Wow. He said, yeah, real quick. I'm re- I'm ready. What is it? What do you think it is? I mean, the, it could be a couple of things. It could be a couple of things, but I think it's smash. You think it's smash. You don't think it's kingdom hearts. Well, no, because I haven't touched it yet. Yeah, but we talked about this. I know, but maybe I changed my mind. God damn it! (laughs) So for me, the thing that's actually the most interesting is I want I want on record I want a guess about what the new project is, the new Kingdom Hearts. Oh right. So for people who don't know, there's a Kingdom Hearts DLC that hit last night. Yeah, I think, midnight called Remind. Midnight. Yeah, two nights ago. It's Mm -hmm. uh, it's like an expansion. It's like I love. I, I love how stupid this fucking lore is. I can't wait. <laughs> it's very dumb. Uh, it's very bad. It's just very, it's a lot. It just doesn't make any fucking sense. They just keep adding more things. Yes. Well, and now they're going to add a new game about young Xehanort, we think. It's, it's yeah. the Grover House, a video game. It is. <laughs> make it up as you go along. Yeah. Nomura. So Mostly intuition, you know? Right. <laughs> they've, they've, they've implied they're going to do a prequel? That's what it seems yes, like. Yes. It seems like this is a mobile huh. game it's prequel a mobile of game. some sort. Yes. However, uh, it's showing. Uh-huh. Hold on. Yep. It's showing. <laughs> it says. Hold on. Hold on. No, none of this is going to. Hold on. I'm about to convince you. No. Well, I'm going like to I'll read you the tweet. Welcome to the official Twitter page for Project Xehanort, an all new Kingdom Hearts experience. Experience. Planned for spring 2020. Read about our guess the name Twitter campaign on the Project Xehanort website. And you do that, you click through to that. Uh, what it tells you somewhere here is uh, I don't know what you what do you win if you guess the name? A hundred dollars to Amazon. Yeah, what? F- fuck that. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> Come on, it's a hundred bucks. That's not bad, I guess. But I feel like I want like a Z- I want like a Keyblade. Right. I want a key. Anyway, so what they say is <laughs> it is. The name of it is going to be Kingdom Hearts blank blank. It's eight letters and two words. So I need to know what those words are. And I want to know what this game is. I don't know how to count. Someone uh, visualize that for me. Eight letters. Eight okay. letters. Okay, great. Thank you. I actually, that helps a lot. Yeah. 
<laughs> but I don't know that it's four and four. It might be five and three. You, okay, I, that's okay. True. Hold on. Mm. All right. So I, there, there is reason to have hope, though, regardless what this is. So that's the whole point of the series. True. Wow. So there, Rob did listen. Rob was, Rob was paying attention. He felt in his heart yeah. what uh, we felt about the hope of Kingdom Hearts. Yes. So there was a, a Q&A. Um, I remember seeing this on Reddit. I was like, it can't be that the second the, the new game coming is just a, a, a mobile expansion. It's, and so uh, from this q and it says, while traditional Kingdom Hearts will take some time, the Kingdom Hearts Union cross team will be making an unexpected announcement tomorrow, which I assume must be this new game. Yes. Um, furthermore, <clears throat> in addition to Kingdom Hearts 3 and the Kingdom Hearts Union cross teams, two new teams are currently at work and one of their titles is coming surprisingly soon. So it sounds like there's a, a mobile game, whatever that is, and then something like more substantive than uh, than that coming before huh. Kingdom Hearts Four. But it does that certainly seems to give the indication that like there won't be another like DLC ten year oh, gap, I see right, or just right, right. like yeah. the gap, like the the gap between like a major Kingdom Hearts is probably going to be closer to a you know. Three to four years, and there'll probably be something. I think we're in to between the, that. Uh, I think we're to the point where the amount of consoles that exist is so small that all of them have to be major at this point. Like there isn't a 3DS to throw a side game a, on. You could put a Switch side game, couldn't you? I, but it'd be Switch and PC, probably. Yeah, but point. like yeah. the Switch I is. Uh, I think that would just be mobile. Yeah, you're yeah. right. It would be mobile. Yeah. So this, they, what they say here is, why did he become the Seeker of Darkness? <laughs> Spring 2020, iOS, Android, Amazon. <laughs> Wait, what? The third thing, the third platform listed here is Amazon. Fire TV. Fire TV. Fire TV. Yeah. Jesus They're releasing Christ. it through the Gronk store. Oh my God. Rob, Gr- Rob what? Gronkowski. Rob, Rob <laughs> sent me, Rob supposed to send me some codes, some Steam codes for the new Total War Three Kingdoms uh, uh, DLC. And instead he, he said, can you see if these work? And then posted a link to the Rob Gronkowski store on Amazon, which I'll link Wait, in. Wait, have you seen the Chris Pat store? You'll have to be more specific, Rob. Yeah, I was like, uh, what if what works? Uh, I'm linking it now. It's a picture of Rob Gronkowski in a, like, it looks like a bullet. It looks like a tactical vest that like an army and like an army dude would wear, where you'd put like you know extra ammo or like pliers tactical. or tactical. It's a it's a tactical vest with the with the American flag patch in like mm-hmm. khaki. But I guess it's a weight vest. It's yeah, like a he's workout doing vest, like a, a, a dumbbell lunge yes. with like a fucking tactical vest on. In it's, between this quote of uh, from Gronkowski, I assume. Yeah. If you know what I am passionate about and what has made me, it's fitness, which I mean, which means I need the right products to keep up with my routines, which I guess is a, just a, a tactics vest, tactical vest, fairly right. accurate observation about being a professional football player. That is true. Yes, you need to keep up with your fitness and you do need the tools. His list of things are a water rower, a tactical weighted vest, gym shoes, monster energy drink. No. <laughs> an Apple Watch and strength band. There's a thing that we know. That monster. <laughs> things that we've learned about Rob Gronkowski from this is that he loves the army and he loves Naruto. He, wait, does he love Naruto? It's got that Rock Lee weighted shit on. Oh, he does oh, have yeah. a Rock Lee weighted shit on. You're right. You're right. Wait until he takes that vest off. Fuck. Um, so I want to read from you a description of Tyra Banks's Model Land. And I, okay. I want to think about whether or not this says more or less than what Square Enix is saying about this new Kingdom Arts. Uh, okay. I'm thinking so, about it right now. Model Land is uh, something Tyra Banks, a Tyra Banks ticketed attraction. So it's a theme park, basically. But okay. here's, here's what she had to say me. about it. Um, from the beginning, when creating this attraction, I wanted Model Land to go beyond just a place to go, go to, but to be a place to feel emotion. Mm. <laughs> okay. What's the emotion? She doesn't say. 
It is like Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> yeah. It's just like Kingdom Hearts. Fuck. Can we put a Tyra, like an America's it's... Next Top Model world in Kingdom Hearts? Who owns America's Next Top Model? Yo, good question. Bravo? CW. Mm. But no. they have a partnership with Hulu that is owned by Disney. Tap we can make it happen. We can make it happen. We can figure it out. And you know you want Where to see them smile. Where is Model Land? It's going to be in Los Angeles. Of course. Yeah. Not even in Anaheim. Not even no. just to put it next to Disney. <laughs> no, they're going to put it next to the Britney Spears, the zone. Wait, what? Is that a... <laughs> That's happened in a, a Kmart by my, my boyfriend's parents' place. A, an old Great Kmart okay. turned into Britney Spears, the zone. Which and is, they have a terrifying. It's a pop up. It's a. It, they have a terrifying Instagram filter that makes you puts the little pilot's hat and earrings and eyeshadow on your face from Toxic. Okay. Mm. Uh, I highly recommend. Toxic's a great song. Toxic is an all time good song. It's it's a fucking classic. It's so good. Um. Yeah. So the Britney Spears the zone. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Not part of the Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom universe. Hearts. The zone. The zone. Not enough <laughs> letters. <laughs> The zones. The zones. I, I was going to make a joke the that zero. it was going to be Model Land, but she spells it with two L's. Why would you uh, do you that? You got to collapse that. You got to collapse that. Yeah. Model. Isn't that a thing? Or make it two Otherwise words. Otherwise, it's. Right. Or make it two words. Yeah. So, wait, I don't have a guess from you yet, Kato. I don't fucking know. Is the word heart in there? No. No. Is the word Dark? chess in there? Chess? Because chess. he plays chess. What about key? Yeah. Key chess. Key. That's well, too many. That's, that's too, too many. many. No, 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 that's right. Key chess works. Or maybe chess key. Chess key. That's the other part of that tweet, though, is that king keys. shit. <laughs> Fuck. King shit? Yeah, it's eight words. I mean, you know, you're right. When you're right, you're right. Dark something? Dark. Yeah, Dark Nort. Dark Nort. <laughs> that's him. What is this game? Dark what do you, Nort do you think is my SoundCloud game? rap name, actually, though. Do you think it's a game at all? <laughs> do you think it's like a visual novel? It says experience, so it could yeah. definitely be like a. Like a visual novel, like a Mystic I Messenger. I bet it is a short movie premiering on oh, on, on wow on fire on phones and, and fire. or like an AR experience premiering yeah. on phones and fire tablets. Oh, they're just doing that VR shit that they did on PlayStation. On PlayStation, but VR. you're holding it up, or you you hold it, you look at a table. They 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 give and you then, a printout. Right, you cut it out of cardboard, right, and it's a well. I think you just do it with a, with a tablet or a phone. <laughs> yeah. where you're looking at it, and it's using the camera, and you sit at a table, and across from you, Zaynord is there, and he's playing chess with you, right. yeah. and talking about becoming a Dark Lord. Right. Listen, go. they're gonna do that shit. Yeah, they I think we got it. I think we that. cracked the code. <laughs> that um, is the dumb I, shit that Square I, would waste a lot of money on. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I tweeted yesterday that I hoped, kind of, that I the, because he's he's holding that chess piece up. Yeah, my my brain immediately went Kingdom Hearts auto chess. Auto chess. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I would play that. Yeah, all the Disney characters and shit. They would do and all the square characters. All the square characters get in yeah. there. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be good. That would that would do well. Yeah, I've got some guesses from the hashtag. Okay. Please, thank mm. you. So, guiding cross, so guiding X, which is pretty good. Oh, mm. that's cheating, mm. but yes. Yeah. Um, These are name guesses, not game guesses. <laughs> uh, big Dick is back in town? I don't think that. think that would fit. That, that, um, B- dark past. Dark, oh, dark star. Dark star. Another cross. A lot of people using the cross, which I think yeah. is actually smart. Well, because Union Cross is the last, yeah, yeah. mobile mm-hmm. game. So, Dark Fate. It's also cheating because the cross is a word, and you cross spell gonna it. cross gonna give it to you. I like that one. <laughs> I like that one a lot. I think that's it. Actually, I think that must be it. Uh, this one says, mm-hmm. and then uh, there's gonna have a cameo from DMX. Kingdom Hearts Newt Newt. Mm-hmm. Sorry, DM DM Key. Oh, yeah, that's right. how you pronounce yeah, it. Key. DM Key. 
What? <laughs> just comes in on an ATV barking God. at everybody. <laughs> please. Uh, DMX, please Is record there, a non homophobic version of Dark Where the Hood yeah. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, please. You get into that song and you're like, this song, this whips, this hook is so good. And, and then, whoo, the whole verse Whoops. that is just rough. And that. it's like confusing because it's deeply offensive, but all, what he's saying is basically, I'm confused about the about fact my own, about gay yeah, people yeah, uh-huh. existing. Yeah, yeah. How are you going to suck a dick? Please tell me in detail. I want to know. That's what he says. <laughs> yeah. He wants some information. <laughs> anyway. It's very bad. Yeah. God, don't listen to that song. God. Any other DMX song, eh, you know. Yeah, hit or miss, but when it's good, it's he's. No, that's he's, a different one. That's, that's not DMX. Is that not? <laughs> no, I don't think so. That's not DMX. <laughs> I'm pretty oh. sure. Two black people on a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> finally, <laughs> finally, it's happened. Advice. Yeah, God. God. Mm. Uh, any other news? So, Smash is the other thing I wanted to ask you about. Right. Which there was a new Smash update, or it's coming. Smash Direct. Smash Direct, and when is that actually dropping? When Shit, is Byleth out? Byleth is Later. the character. Byleth from Not Fire soon. from Fire Emblem Three Houses. Yeah, and that's like five other new characters are coming. Six, six, six. Okay. A new Not, fighter pack. I thought it was five in Byleth. It's not. No, no, no. Okay, gotcha. Uh, there was a new fighter pack, which the first one was five, but then they were like, and there will be six in this one. Ta-da! Okay. Um, How yeah. many of them are going to have swords? All of them. It's all this fire. Is the sword okay. pack. It's a sword pack. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I know. So, I know. Smash people are heated about this because it's yeah. another Fire Emblem character, yes. and Byleth is like of the three houses characters, kind of the boring swordsy yeah. one. Yeah, um, like the main character. Like at least Robin had magic or something. Like you know, but I think they did the right thing by not just having the sword. <clears throat> like there are more options. It's a little more interesting than Marth and Roy and Ike and. Whomever else is all the same. Sword guys. Sword. Crom is Crom. 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 Yes. Also, uh, uh, Lucina. Lucina. Also, uh, Corin is different. Corin has magic. Yeah. Corin and Robin. No. Robin, Robin has magic. Robin has Corrin magic. Corin dragon. Got the dragon shit. The like yeah. fucking weird arm. Um. But. So is that like, all of them? Man, that's the plot that of that many. Fire Emblem game was eight? dumb as shit. There's eight. That the, the one with the corn one? Yeah, with the dragon. I didn't finish. Yeah. That was the, the split one. one. I just got corn. weirded out by how you could date your siblings that you were raised with. Yeah, that aren't that really was, your siblings, but your siblings. was the game. Yep. Corn, Marth. Three Christina, houses is great. Roy, I like Clueless. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, there's a whole Listen, podcast They weren't it. raised together, though, in Clueless. You know, they're that's true. Raised... They cohabited for like a year. Yeah, basically, <laughs> there was like some guy that road. lived in her house and then occasionally comes over. Now, Can't believe you know, get us canceled on our fir- on your first podcast. I'm uncancelable. Wow, Woo. that's what they said about the Titanic. God damn it! They, this Wait, this ship cannot be. Yeah, we're just gonna barrel straight into the incest iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot name the episode. <laughs> episode that. title. Episode you title. You cannot <laughs> name it that. You cannot. We just start. We just started getting real ads. We <laughs> just started. <laughs> Kill it. Done. No more ads. Oh, that is it. I looked it up. Those are all the fire emblems. How many? That's eight, right? Marth, Roy, that's a, Ike, that's a lot. Lucina, for, Robin, for, for like, especially with the DLCs, where people have become increasingly excited about Marth, like seeing IPs Violet. mashed up with Smash. I, Promise not one. I get Doing why Smash has fire one. Emblem. I thought Chrome was one. Promise not one. No, I get it. I get it. I, I get, get why it. Smash heads are upset. Well, it's like I get it. Of the other franchises that are in Smash, it's fucking the only the only other ones that have as many is the Mario series, which like makes sense. It's Nintendo's it's thing, sm- yeah. and also a lot of those characters have their own franchise, like o- own games. But this is like they're like half of those are all basically the same 
thing, like two, like you of know, those, yeah. there's like really only like four move sets among them. Right. Um. So you know, at first it was I very it. much the initial reaction was very like ah shit another yeah, fucking yeah. you know. But um, I think they did an interesting thing where uh, all the moves are like based around the the three houses specific, like the each three each of the three houses specific, like um whatever it's called the, the like legendary, legendary weapon or weapon. relic weapon or whatever yeah, yeah. that's it um so that's pretty nice that's pretty sweet you've got the 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 lance uh for your side attacks you've got the axe for like down attacks and you've got the bow for neutral attacks and it seems uh it's it's interesting the the character's a small a uh, slower character so more on like the ike side and i think there's kind of a lot of interesting stuff because you're you're changing the you're like your your reach a lot okay. because of the different hmm. weapons. So like you know, there's it's a some, zoning character. A little yeah, bit. there's yeah. like there's some definite like mix up possibilities that seem fun. Um, I'm gonna they correct cool you. They should cool it on the huh. sword guys though. They should cool it on the sword guys. <laughs> they should cool it on the sword. Like I'm not a smash head. I don't play like a fighting game. I play it like my favorite. Yeah, you have I play fun. Dumb, I play fun. Like, my favorite. I'm not, not that playing like a fighting game isn't fun, but I know what you mean. My favorite mode is uh, something uh, my friends call bad balls and bees, where you do. Uh, uh, turn all the items off except for real smash balls, fake smash balls, and bees, and you set those to high. <laughs> good. Yeah. Good. It's a nightmare. That's fucking and No one has a good time. That's a beautiful time. <laughs> I love it. Pokemon have as many, but they're so distinct that it's No, hard people to... count fucking Pokemon Trainer as three different ones. I'm not ones. doing that. I'm not doing that. What, really? Pikachu? Pikachu. Hold on. <laughs> Pikachu, Pichu, Mewtwo, uh, Pokemon Trainer, Greninja. It's five. Who, Who else? else? Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff. Who Fuck. else? No. Incineroar. Oh, Incineroar. that's right. I forgot about Incineroar. Oh, right. They added him. That's yeah. seven, though. Well, they, yeah, but you have to count Pokemon is... Trainer at you, least two. No, you do not. You do not. That's one fucking it's place not. in the fucking roster. Yeah, but it's three characters. And well, then... some pro players, like, stick to one or two of those characters. No, they don't. Do they not? They, they do not. not. No. They're not good. <laughs> so, Me. I do. The thing, though, about the Pokemon characters is they're so distinct from each other. That is the thing. Yeah, and I feel course, like for course. a lot of Fire Emblem characters, it's like, well, here's six different fucking sword guys. Yeah. 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 And they all have blue hair, and yes. I don't fucking care about any of these. <laughs> no, I think you're right with uh, giving um, the main character three different kinds of, by left, three different kinds of weapons that does create, like, being able to use the the uh, the relic bow yeah. is going to do, uh, be really yeah. interesting for... And that, especially specifically that move is actually, the, it it's... It's like a weird charge move where like once oh, you sick. once you hit it, you're kind of stuck in a long animation. So it's very much like you got to be careful about when you're using that. That's which when is, someone's trying to close the distance. You need them to get away from yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's really neat. Um, uh, they also because the the uh, the sword of the creator or whatever also turns into a whip. Nice. You can fucking grab people out of the air with it, nice. and also grab yourself like save yourself oh, onto cool. the onto yeah, the yeah. And that's also, really neat. I'm just hyped that like that music is going to be in that. Yes, game. that is actually the fucking best part of this that whole music. That music have... fucking oh, it's yeah. so fucking good. The dubstep remix in there, you think? I hope Excuse so. me. See, don't, they don't know that shit yet. <laughs> what? Oh None God. of them played Golden Deer. Fuck. Whoa. We, this is why I want to have no, the spoiler cast. I'm playing Golden Deer. I'm, so I'm just only sorry. 25 minutes. There is a 25 music. hours. Yeah. 25 hours in. There is so. a music cue, and you'll know it when you hear it. And we are going to come into work and sit down next to me and be like Gita. We have to talk about this. Oh my God. Maybe I when was that DLC hits. in my house. Yeah. Uh, they also announced that DLC is yeah. going to be its own side thing. Yeah. And it's going to be you teaming up with the three other house leaders yes. and going into the sores together. I can't wait. I so <laughs> I love uh, our friend, our mutual friend Michael Lutz. Thought you were going to say Claude. <laughs> our mutual friend Claude. 
who just wants to talk to the CEO of racism. Uh, <laughs> he is my husband, and I love him. Yeah, he's great. Uh, yeah, Congrats, so no, by the way. Uh, our mutual friend. Yeah, you should get I a know. tiny house with Claude. And that would be fine, That's a good right? ending, yeah. yeah. You'll just, you know, he's a lot, needs a lot of space to run around. He's like a puppy dog. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, our mutual friend Michael Lutz described the characters in this new Fire Emblem DLC as uh, all they all look like they're going to goth prom. That's true. You know? <laughs> that is what they look like. I'm and excited. Nintendo got my fucking number. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say my note. No. Like You like sent them a list of demands. Hello, One. Please put MCR in the new Fire Emblem. <laughs> Fuck. They did it. Feedback at Nintendo.com. <laughs> yeah, here's the email address. God. Uh, all right, well, that's, you know, we'll, we'll check in on Kingdom Hearts next week. Yeah. Uh, other stuff we'll check in on next week before we, we turn finally Rob. I know I've you already seen some fucking shit about Kingdom Hearts. Wait, have you? I got a secret ending spoiled for you, which is fine. The secret mm. endings are hard to get. I probably would have looked that up anyways. Yeah, okay. But uh, there's some shit going on. We need get, we're, we need we're going to have stuff to talk. We're, we're going to have to do a, Okay, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about it. We will that. reconvene. We will, yeah, the, count, the council will uh, <laughs> right. uh, uh, find, try to find an appropriate time of the schedule Good. to okay. Uh, Listen, potentially try and bring a close to Kingdom Hearts. Let your heart be the guiding key. That's That's true. That's true. Got G U I D. No, too many letters. Too many. <laughs> uh, guiding cross. Um, uh, Patrick, uh, real quick, one other thing we're going to talk about next week, uh, along with this Kingdom Hearts yeah. shit, is Kentucky Route Zero, which will be out next week, the fifth chapter. You and I are both playing through mm-hmm. chapters one through four right now. Uh, I mean, we're both playing through the game, presumably. Uh, yeah, I just, we, yeah, I think we both decided to start from scratch. Yeah, absolutely. I wasn't even sure how much I had. I knew I'd played the first three acts. I didn't know if at that point I decided to go. I think I'm just gonna wait. Um, yeah. you're playing, the... and then it turns out I did. That, that okay. is what I chose to do. And you're playing the interstitials. I didn't, right? So yes. I just want to really quickly yes. say for people who are playing on PC to make sure that they're playing the interstitials. Also, I don't remember if the PC build so has the there will be a the way that. So the way the PC version will work is there'll be two different versions of it. Like okay. there is a season pass you can purchase that is the equivalent of the TV edition. So the TV edition that's coming to PS4, Xbox One, and and Switch is like basically you load it up and there's a circle and it's like mm-hmm. one, two, three, four, five, and it guides you through the act and then the interstitial <clears throat> yeah. and then the next act. Um, uh, whereas on the PC, the way it's worked is that people have bought each individual act and then a free download is on their website that lets you get those um, pieces, but that'll all be collected um, in one big thing if you want it, or you can just buy the fifth act individually and um, by itself. I realize I've been saying interstitial. They actually call them interludes. I'm saying interstitial because there is basically a kingdom hearts, our tabletop RPG called interstitial. Interstitial. (laughs) Our hearts intertwined and I have kingdom hearts in the brain. What? Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not licensed. It's uh, it is, uh, you know who made it? I don't care. Uh, No, no, I know the person who made it. Same uh, person as the Carly Rae Jepsen. No, 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 not that, which we also need to play at some point. God, we should Uh, It is, I believe it's the same person who made the, the draft, the video game draft for us. Uh, oh. I believe that that's Rev. Uh, is that true? Am I, is that Rye? Uh, yeah, 100% true. Boom. You should still cut this down. Cool. Yeah, yeah. that draft was ex- uh, um, totally. excellently designed. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, all right. So uh, we'll check in on Kentucky Route Zero next week. Make sure you play the interludes if you're trying to do a catch up. Those are just on the Kentucky Route Zero webpage. They're like little short micro experiences that some of which are really, I mean, they're all really neat, but some of which end up being kind of important thematically and even certain characters will show up in the interludes who show up in the wider game. So definitely check yeah. those out. The one thing I'll say, um, right? Yeah. Okay. What? Yeah. There's one per episode, um, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, 
like I saw some people deciding to like revisit like the first act as they like kind of just to dip their toe in before um, this whole collection comes out and the game not really landing with them. And the thought was uh, if the first act doesn't do anything for you, is the rest of the game going to be much different? And my thought would be, I don't know how you feel, but my thought is no. I was like, if the first act doesn't like resonate with you yeah. at all, I don't know that the rest of the game is I going think... to be much different. It's it's there's certainly different like tacks, different angles that it goes at. Like it's it's different, but I don't know. Like if you're not vibing, like yes. I vibed on that game immediately. Like yeah. got to the gas station and immediately was like, cool. Like I mean, interact with that first computer. Yeah, you have yeah, the yeah. first dialogue, quote unquote choices. Uh, and I don't know if it, if it doesn't hit you from there, I, I can't, if you don't like naming that like, dog, then right. I don't know what you're going to, I don't know if this is your, your game. I think that there's stuff, uh, what I'll say is they get better as like, as those games, as those chapters come out. I agree. Um, I think yes. like both visually and, and in terms of like the dialogue and, and the descriptive writing and the locations, like it gets more and more dense and more and more interesting. I think I would say if you play through the first chapter and you're like, I'm not sure, Play through the beginning of the second chapter, which is where things start to get wild. I believe it's the very beginning of the second chapter. Um, uh, we're like, okay, there is. I am. I know what the zero is now. Uh, you start this act two starts in the bureau. That's right? what I'm talking about. Yes, 100. Yeah, percent The bureau, yeah. and you're like, okay, if the bureau doesn't do it for you, then you should probably get out. Um, if you would like, yeah, like like act one is like a lot of table setting. Yes, and then act two is like. If the if the lore of this world like makes you curious, like Act Two is a lot of like lore stuff yeah. without being like uh, uh, yeah overly. Totally. And I'll say but, just um, about the Act One stuff. There's some stuff on the sides that you're like, okay, are they doing something here? Is there a reason why I keep going to these like broken down right. electricity cooperatives that are like out in the? There's like not an open world, but there's like a map that you're clicking on and exploring a little bit, and you can kind of find like, oh, here's a a text story about a church where there's music playing. Here's like a, a bait shop where there's like a TV repair, you know, uh, in the background, which is in the back room. Um, uh, a lot of that stuff is not just tonal table setting, but is thematic table setting around questions of labor and technology and storytelling and all this other stuff that the game is really, really, really concerned about. Like, I think it's fair to say this is a game that's interested in like the history of computer games, the history of labor and and unions in America falling apart uh, and and like kind of where family fits into all of that stuff. Um, and it's, it's and um, one of the things we brought up talking about Disco Elysium was that game had a very uh, lengthy development process, yeah. and it felt like you could feel um, the political change of the developers over the over the like in different spots of the writing. You know, it's hard to tell if that was a linear thing because games are not traditionally made like front to back, <laughs> from beginning like that. to yeah. front to back. But actually, can this Bro- one is zero? This one is because it's five acts um, over the course of a decade, um, and Act Four <laughs> came out at in twenty sixteen. I don't know when, but. In 2016, this comes out, um, Act 5 comes out in 2020, and playing them sequentially like I have in the last week, um, there's there, there's there are themes that are that they yeah. were touching on very early, but you feel an edge, and we can get into this next week, but like an edge gets sharper and sharper as it goes along <laughs> and really co- like crescendos in some Act 4 stuff. Um, yeah, I'm excited to talk to you that, about, about that stuff. Yeah. And- in relation to Disco, it's such a, an interesting game in terms of its relationship. But both of those yep. games are, are are about the moment and also are coming at it from completely different vibes in a way that that is fascinating to me. So we'll talk more next week. Yeah.
Rob, I know you've needed to talk to me and us and the world about ancient China <laughs> for quite some time. I know you're, you've been the very people, patient. The people have been, he's been dropping hands, little notes, leaving them. Linking me to the Gronkowski hey, store. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Hey, can I talk about Three Kingdoms, please? So this is, <laughs> this is. Gave you all the clues, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> you well, he gave us the clues in a previous podcast. And then right before the podcast went, oh shit, there's an embargo. Can't say anything. That is what happens. <laughs> yes. Uh, and you, but you, what you said last time is, hey, Three Kingdoms, still a good Total War game. Uh, the DLC that came out is the Yellow Turban Rebellion, I believe. Right? Is there? There's no. You yeah, sent me it's called Mandate of Heaven. Okay, Mandate of Heaven. Apologies. Yeah, that's not what it <clears> says <throat> on Steam. There were two pieces of DLC. That I, I see. I, okay. Um, on Steam, it just says Yellow Turban Rebe- Rebellion. Do they just? Cha- that probably gave you some characters. Okay. Okay. Mandate of Heaven. Because now you can play as them. I see. Mandate of Heaven is the DLC that. Does what it, it rolls the clock back? Is that the big thing that it does? Yeah. Uh, so the the core game opens uh, basically as the Yellow Turban Revolt is being quelled, and uh, the tyrant Dong Zhuo is about to leave uh, Luoyang to basically escape the coalition that is formed. Oh wow! Him. Yeah, yeah. That's and cool. so, like, yeah, yeah. So Three Kingdoms basically starts. Six or seven, no, eh, six or seven, maybe eight chapters into uh, Romance of the Three Kingdoms. And which, to be fair, like a lot of this stuff, this table setting is stuff that the history passes over really quickly, too. But it's really interesting stuff. Like the thing that gets passed over really quickly is how does the Han Empire get so fucked up so fast? Like the book alludes to uh, there are all these corrupt advisors. Uh, there were a lot of court politics, uh, et, et cetera. So, you know, that's that's kind of the the reason given. And then we really quickly in in the history begin moving through a series of uh, plots against the eunuchs, uh, plots by the eunuchs. Key key information here: the imperial bureaucracy of the Han is overseen by uh, imperial eunuchs, who are you know basically viceroys and courtiers. Uh, who served the dynasty and are loyal directly to the emperor. Right. But by this point in the Han history, they're also basically um, entrepreneurial eunuchs, <laughs> I guess is the way we could describe them. Uh, they're, they're very much kind of running this thing for their own benefit. And, and just, like, yeah, so more, moves- just to table set a little bit, the Han dynasty lasted for like 400 years. So it is not like this is the end of like – the nor- of norms for a, a massive nation that uh, had established itself. But, you know, it, the Han Dynasty was not like the first Chinese dynasty. There, there were there were many before it, going back, you know, thousands of years. Um, but this is like from I believe the Han is from like 200 BC to 200 AD, somewhere in there, uh, when it starts to fall apart, and that is a lot of time. Um, and so, yeah, the fact you're totally right that the, the Romance of the Three Kingdoms moves past this stuff fairly quickly because it's not doing it's not trying to explain the 400 year history of the Han. Um, uh, but I, I think uh, ironically, some of this stuff is the stuff that people know, people in America know best because of Dynasty Warriors games always starting with the Yellow Turban Rebellion and the Yellow Turban and then going to like yep, Kulau Gate, and then yeah, exactly. Um, but this gives them the space 
to t- tell me how the game does this. What's the fall of the Han look like, and what's the rise of the of the revolt look like? It looks really cool. Uh, <laughs> Hell so yeah! It looks like the love thing. a rebellion. <laughs> so, Romance of the Three Kingdoms, uh, like Three Kingdoms, Total War, Vanilla is basically your standard. Okay, the empire's over. Now there's all these players trying to become like establish the next dynasty, right? right? It's a very standard like. Everyone's in a roughly equivalent position. Some people adva- have some advantages, others others disadvantages. But by and large, everyone has a decent shot at winning this thing. Uh, and so it's it's kind of a jockeying for position to take over the Empire. Moving the clock forward, the Empire still exists. All these people who in the main game are going to be at daggers drawn are still, to greater or lesser degrees... By and large, loyal imperial officers, uh, governors, etc. And the Empire is at peace. And really quickly, the Yellow Turban Revolt breaks out. And the game introduces some new mechanics uh, to try to capture like how quickly things begin unraveling uh, in the Han Empire. And this is a thing I really appreciate. Like This feels like you are in a different phase of history. Mm. A different story is being told here. There's always been like public order as a concept in Total War, War games as when it drops too low, uh, revolts break out. Mandate of Heaven introduces this concept of fervor as well. And so you have public mm. order, which is related to uh, you know how well governed are people are the are the are the food reserves uh, you know well well stocked are the towns being upgraded for them and then fervor is how much attraction does the yellow turban gospel basically hold for people in the countryside right because the yellow turbans are a, a faction founded by three religious leaders right like uh, Taoist brothers yeah. Taoist brothers um, who are basically having a uh, my understanding. Again, it has been a long time since I've read this, but there is sort of a people's revolution vibe to this uh, in terms of uh, gathering strength from farmers and peasants and recruiting the sort of folks who would traditionally be recruited into or or who would be drafted or conscripted into the front lines of of the emperor's army being brought into the, the yellow turban armies. Yeah, and I think the cho- the interesting choice that uh, Creative Assembly makes here is there are ways to portray the Yellow Turbans as kind of nihilistic religious fanatics right. who are just out there to worship their new god emperor, right? Right. And that's basically what they're out there to do. Three Kingdoms with Mandate of Heaven really does present it, and I think this probably is a more credible reading, as a massive uh like peasant revolt, right? Like basically, this famine is, has led to food shortages, food crisis, crises, uh, corruption in the state, etc. Because it doesn't make sense, right? Like, there's always messianic figures in any period, right? Mm-hmm. Like the yellow turban revolt. There has to be something else driving it. Like it basically breaks half of China away from the empire, or at least a third of China away from the empire while it's in while it's in full swing, um, and. So you have this other dimension of until the Yellow Turban Revolt is quelled, the countryside always has potential uh, via fervor to generate more rebel armies. Cool. And so nothing is ever – doesn't matter like how many police stations you put up or the equivalent is. Like this fervor thing is a different it's, – it's operating on a different track. And so you always kind of have to be in this fire brigade mindset of trying to – 
uh, suppress these revolts before they they spiral out of control. I haven't played the Yellow Turbans yet, uh, okay. so I'm really curious what it, what the insurgent side of this looks like. Um, but the thing that I've really gotten into this week, and this is where this is what put me over the edge to Austin. I think this game is ready for you now. Okay, I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate you doing the reconnaissance for me. It's been a long year. Yeah. You've been you've been you know beyond enemy lines uh, for for quite some time. What what makes you think it's time for me to finally really dig in? Because you can play as the Han. Yeah, and it is entirely just a brutal triage mission. Oh, love it! Like Good. it is, it is constantly like throwing the Kobayashi thing, Maru right, situations the thing at that you. You told you decided like the thing that's for me is it's on fire. It's all falling apart. Austin, you love a game where you're failing all the time because that's where good stories come out of. And you're probably right. You probably have you probably have me pinned down pretty well here. This is probably true. Well, and it's it's acting on every dimension of the game. So it's like all these familiar mechanics that you've seen in the core game. Now you're seeing a version of them that's a little bit turned against you, right? So, uh, for instance, when I when you start the game, the Han Imperial Army is the most powerful in the game. It's got all the end game units. Uh, it's under uh, Hergen, who is kind of the Imperial warlord. Right. Small problem that can't really be reinforced. Uh, the art like that army exists, but they're not going to be like once you run through those elite troops, it will ne- they will never reinforce beyond a very like a very small number. OK, right. So that army is a depletable resource. It's a very good resource, but it's depletable. Um, but here's the other problem. You start with a war chest of 100,000 uh, gold, basically, which is just unfathomable, uh, unfathomable amount of money. Right. In this game, like a no one gets really that. high. In- right. No, no. A really high income in this game is like 5,000 gold a turn. And it's really easy to have that swing, swing away from you. You start with 100,000 in the bank. And you are running a deficit of like 10,000 a turn. Ooh. And so really quickly, you're like, how the fuck am I running a 10,000 turn, like 10,000 gold piece deficit? Like, how is this happening? What's well, happening? Uh, you, you mouse over your, your budget and it's like, it's the fucking candles tweet, man. Yeah. It's army 560 gold pieces, um, building upkeep, upkeep, 40 gold pieces, salaries, 14,000 gold pieces a turn. Somebody who's good at the economy, please help. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And the problem is that the people who are good at the economy are the eunuchs in the imperial court. Who want to completely disempower you and and relegate you to, to a puppet. Yeah. So you open the imperial court. You have like a dozen ministerial positions plus slots for five governors. Uh, so basically you have all your end game ministries uh, that you can appoint and they provide bonuses, but they also come with massive salaries uh, for these dudes. And they're all occupied by either Unix directly or officers who are loyal to that cast. And you have a very small number of people who are identified uh, by these little tags as uh dynastic loyalists okay. uh, who are loyal to the Han and warlords uh, loyalists, basically who just want to see the Han army rebuilt. Okay. Okay. And then 
you have those dozen ministerial positions, and then your court has like 50 people just hanging out in it, doing nothing, but they're members of your court, uh-huh. and you have to pay them. No. And they're all like unit-aligned. They gotta go. You, they do. Get them the fuck out of here. Problem. Every time, this is unique to the Han, every time you want to fire one of these motherfuckers, you have to spend 25 uh, influence points to to do so. You have to like go through the whole no. like some rigmarole. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never going to be able to be a uh, an ancient Chinese influencer now. <laughs> God. So <laughs> you start the game with like 40 influence points and they do accrue, but they accrue kind of slowly. And so you start with this enormous deadweight bureaucracy on, uh, on you. And because the eunuchs have been in charge so long, their faction provides some ridiculous bonuses. Like uh, they make your characters gain experience at like, uh, quad like quadruple the rate. Uh, so when the eunuchs are in charge, like characters are leveling up like crazy, but they're also just like looting the economy. Uh, everything costs more to do. Yeah. You want to build a new building? It's going to cost double. Uh, you you want to start a new trade deal? Mm, paperwork's not in order. We can't do that. <laughs> Red tape. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. So you've got to start moving these guys out and start putting in your people who are loyal to you. But you're constrained by this political influence dynamic, and so you are stuck with these people. And as you begin swapping them out, they start getting less and less content. Uh, and the eunuchs begin to become less loyal as characters. And the potential for like catastrophic rebellion begins to increase. On top of this, you got the yellow turbans in the countryside. And as your armies are going off to deal with the yellow turbans, you have all these other regional governors in the west of China being like, Actually, this is a really good time to expand my holdings. Yeah, why and so not? You have like people who are nominally in the empire starting to open fire on each other, and you can't even deal with that. You're like, I. That's where I I'm hope at. that I'm, works I'm like, out. I hope that they figure it out over there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got some stuff to do here in the city. Yeah, and so the entire game, like on every turn, I am trying to figure out like what is going to leave me the least hosed at the start of next turn? There's no, like I, I rarely feel like, Oh, this is going to really improve the situation. This is going to fix things. Um, but every turn I'm going through, I'm using like every part of this game and trying to make it work for me instead of against me. And it requires a, the thing I like about it is it makes you see the design of total war way more clearly because now you see what happens when all these levers are flipped against you. Mm. And in a weird way, even though the campaign is rated as like very hard, like so for experienced players only, in a weird way, it also really highlights what the fuck Total War Three Kingdoms is and like how it works. And so in, in a weird way, I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm like, boy, actually, like this is a hell of a way to kind of figure this game out. Uh, because sure. you will now have no question where you need to look for key information and what a stat implies, because now you're going to see what the version of it, like when you've completely fucked it, what that looks like. <laughs> right, get to That's the end quicker. Useful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just totally. pushing you into the deep end. Yeah. I'm happy to, listen, sometimes you'll have a stat, you'll have something like fervor, and it'll be like, you know, seven. 
Like, I, well, I don't want to set what's the difference between six and seven fervor. But if it's a hundred and a hundred is I'm dead because my enemy can recruit people really quickly or whatever fervor does, I'm making this up off the top of my head, then I'll, I know what fervor does. I understand why I have to pay attention to fervor, um, which which is often a problem with a Total War game. It's like there are lots of stats that you have marginal stats in, you have marginal scores in, no idea what, what they mean or what they do mm-hmm. or like what really is the difference between an army that is fresh versus an army that's been reinforced or, you know. Total war shit. Uh, so I had uh, a similar experience to this when I graduated from Pokemon to Persona. Okay. <laughs> where Pokemon, you you can care about stat differences and right. type matchups, and sure. you can you know make the game easier, but you can also just not and just have an overlevel Pokemon one yeah. one hit kill everything. Yeah. You can't do that in Persona, and no. you uh, if you don't pay attention to resistances and weaknesses, you will get fucked. You'll get worked. You will get Absolutely. one hit killed immediately, yeah. and you won't have saved, and you'll be fucked. It's it's a weird thing where like a really forgiving design for like a strategy or tactics game or really really any kind of game that involves this this sort of component. If it is forgiving and kind of loose in a weird way, it can also obscure how the game really works because you're sitting there being like, ah, it's all damage. Right, 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 right. Totally. This does this does piercing damage. I sure that seems. Yeah, yeah, it's, all, it's all damage, right? Well, sure, yeah. why not? Yeah, let's have less different. health than that number. Okay, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Has that changed? Has that also changed to some degree here? Or do you think that's that's just clearer because you're just paying more attention in general? Uh, I think you're paying more attention in general, like because like because you're making all these difficult HR decisions <laughs> about who gets banished, uh, who gets to stay, uh, who gets the. Uh, the the sacred magical mace you took off that dead yellow turban general uh Damn. you know you're you're getting really involved in in these decisions but i do think to an extent the uh the way characters work in this game the the rpg element yeah. to three kingdoms can still be a little bit obscure because you're playing this giant tactical battle and then these dudes are just having like wild duels yeah, off in the yeah. corner and those are being driven by those rpg stats that you can see but because it's not a thing that you're like messing around with and the way that like in a persona game every attack is kind of something you have to measure out and assess right like what is this thing's defense against this like what is like what is the sort of order of operations for bouncing between these like two or three different abilities um that's in this game to an extent, but you're always busy with other shit, so it can be hard to find. But like, you will suddenly, sometimes you will abruptly realize, damn, I need a weapon with Pierce because this character has so much armor uh, and is such a badass that it doesn't matter that my characters, like, uh, you know, special dual swords do 900 damage right. per second, basically. Right. That doesn't matter because it is all being deflected. Well, I, you got me these codes. I feel, I feel <laughs> like I'm, I feel like I owe you a debt. So I will check this out this weekend as best I can. We'll talk about it next week. I'll, I'll let you know how I'm feeling with it. Um, before we wrap up, you mentioned Persona. Yeah. Are you playing Tokyo Mirage Sessions? Oh yeah, I dipped in a little bit last night. I finished the first chapter in Change, basically. Okay. So I've got Curia. Curia is great. Uh, Curia might be my fave in that game. She's. So Are you wearing glasses? Mean. I'm wearing glasses, of course. I wear glasses in real life. So, can you explain why okay. you asked that question, Patrick? 
the the game opens with a terrifying decision. You know, there are lots of games that mm-hmm. how do you want to look? How do you want to act? You know, what's your background? This game's like you want to wear glasses or you don't want to wear glasses. Also, it's cool. You can change it in the options menu if you feel like you made the wrong choice. <laughs> I love it's not even your main character, it's the the it's side Subasa, character, right? Subasa. Yeah. So I really so there's something about this main character Tokyo Mirage Session that I was thinking about last night because yeah. I just got to the part where we met the the mean pretty boy and he was being mean to us. Oh right. But he's like yeah. super famous and like a super famous guy. And like everything that happens to this main character, he's like lol chill. It's yeah. like yo, this rules. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't. He's like a newborn baby. He doesn't know anything about popular culture or anything other than this girl Subasa that he clearly has a crush he's on. He's a crush on, and she's into into like pop music. Yeah. And so. He's going to suddenly learn this. All this stuff because he likes her. Yeah. You know, I feel like a lot of men understand doing this in high school. (laughs) I understand doing this in high school also. Sure. Totally. What is the person I have a crush on into? uh, I'm into that now too. This is healthy. God. I pretended to be into like VNV Nation for a while. Wow. Yeah. How'd that work out? They are not good. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out I like music that sounds good. Uh, I did wander accidentally into a VNV Nation DJ'd after party at a goth club in Chicago that's now been closed. Rest in peace, Neo. And that was tight, honestly. They have good taste, okay, so I don't but know why. You don't like their music, but you like them DJing. You like them, The DJ like, set yeah, was yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, anytime gotcha, gotcha, you play gotcha. Dragula, I'm pretty happy about it. <laughs> God. High, only the highest quality parties. Listen, it's a fucking jam. What I'm if just... they had put Dragula into Tokyo Mirage Sessions in the U.S. release in the same way that they did with Jet Set Radio? I... I think uh, this would be and my also Jurassic Five, who was also added every into year. That set. Yeah, That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Game of the year every year. It's just Subasa doing Dracula. That's perfect, <laughs> Patrick. You haven't gotten any further than the glasses decision. No, no. I was. I uh, end up keep plucking away at Kentucky Route Zero. Okay. And I'm just outer. You wilds. should play. You should play. I'm excited for you to discover how much pop music it throws at you. It wants you to be invested right? in this musical scene, and I I think you're gonna really really like it. Agreed. Also, yeah. wait, you said Outer Wilds. You're playing Outer Wilds. <laughs> you activated. Yeah, we, we can get into it. <laughs> <laughs> wait, but what about Outer Wilds? How, no, no, no. how we'll, 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 ta- we'll, we'll, t- we'll table that for next week. Mm. But yeah, I finally I had uh, we uh, this uh, we had Monday off, yes. and um, so I decided you know I, I finished Disco Elysium, and I was like, all right, what am I gonna do with this day off? I did some chores around the house, and it's like, okay, I'm gonna. Sit down. I played the first forty minutes of Outer Wilds okay. last year, oh, um, oh, okay. and then I think I had to play Luigi's Mansion or something. Like so, something else came up, and it just like split. I was like, I this is a game I need to commit to or not play it at all. Like it wasn't the kind of thing like I'm gonna play like forty minutes here or, here and there. Like it was immediately clear. Yeah, this is not that type of game. Like I need, it needs to be a. <laughs> um, I know that when you played it, you basically just like shot through it. I had like to a, like a rocket. I, um, yeah, sleepless nights. Like once you started, you just had to keep going. And so yeah, I played. I don't know four hours. I'm, I'm messing around with the, okay. the planet where the sand gets dumped um, between the the two of them. And uh, good one. I'm having a. I'm having a really good time. I can already feel the mild anxiety of getting stuck, but I also, with puzzle games, I don't worry about that. I just, the, the when I start a puzzle game, if I start to get frustrated, I will go look up what to do next. I don't have any hangups about that. Like platforming games, action games, like I have supreme confidence in my ability to like get over a challenge, whereas I don't have that with puzzle games. So I just don't care. Right. I just will look up how to keep going. But, um, a surprising number of people did not know about the ship log 
when I tweeted out that I was starting or like that really? was the big lesson. Was, yeah, that's an hey, important. There's a sh- there's a ship log. It's the way you play that, that directly game. tells you. Yeah. Um, hey, this area you should like poke the around ship. here some more, or like that area tells you you should go poke around this area some more. I don't know how you could play that. I game. I don't know how you could play that game without, <laughs> without the log. It. Yeah, and there's um, different views or it on like it. People discovered it late. They discovered discovered it later and was like, oh shit, like. I would have beaten this game ten hours faster had I there's realized like earlier. Two walls um, in that ship. In that ship How do you not nothing... look at one of the walls for that long? <laughs> I feel like I, I could see. I could see if you if you started when you start the game. What is your first instinct? I'm gonna explore everything in this ship, and you've discovered nothing at that point. Right. And you could look at that ship log and go, "All right, okay, it's uh, an encyclopedia." Like, and I'm not someone. Austin, you are the opposite of me in this yeah. regard. You get a codex, you're going to spend the next six hours reading that codex. That will be a fulfilling game session in which what no progress is made, but <laughs> lots knowledge. Of, lots of knowledge progress is made. Yeah, I read absolutely. The Mental progress. Yeah. You got the I understand the I world. Exactly. I this is why I love Outer Wilds. The codex you don't, if you don't, is in the world. If you don't want to put this... If you don't want to put this in the game, no thanks. Like, then it's not that important. Like, I'll, I, you Imagine know, I'll worry about it later. Imagine a second screen experience um, where the yeah. ship lock is on <laughs> your phone. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Uh, uh, so I can okay. see why someone would like click that, not realize its importance when really it's like, yo, every time you die, you should be looking at mm-hmm. the ship log mm-hmm. and like that informs 100%. like your next run. That so, is like, hey, I, um, I still have something to discover in this little city or in this in this on this moon or whatever. And yeah, you don't have to clear a thing out threads. necessarily. It gives you the threads. threads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which definitely. actually has made it. Uh, I've like picked it up and dropped it a, awesome. a couple times. Uh, I like really enjoy it, but like I. Fucking can't stick to one thing ever. Mm-hmm. So um, the ship lock has helped so me come tr- back to, to it really in a much easier way. See, I'm way. worried I would just lose the thread even yeah. with that. Like I want, like even though I know what to do next, like right. I, at this point, I haven't played it in four days because I, I need to finish Kentucky Route Zero for an interview mm-hmm. I have to do tomorrow. So I just had to table it. But um, I plan to go back to it because I feel like I would lose the story threads of like what's happening to all the, I mean, the, the, even I guess that said, even the ship log does a really good job of even tracking not not just like threads that are connected, but like what what you discover. What you discover yeah, about. Yeah, because like sometimes you'll go through point. a place and be like, I think I got this, and you look at your ship log like, oh, okay, wait, no, this makes this makes more sense than the thing I thought. I'm a fool. This is not. <laughs> duh. Okay, these things are connected in this way. Awesome. Cool. Uh, yeah. Always check it. Always clear off anything that you haven't already seen. Um, for sure. I'm gonna go to the question bucket for one thing. Uh, one thing and one thing only. Sure. Uh, we got a letter in from Riley who made interstitial and who and who made the draft game that we talked about and so we you know he he already oh came up once so let's read oh. this question uh, if you have a question you can send them to gaming at vice dot com I think this is an important one Gita is here we now have a new crew in a sense hello waypoint crew good news you wake up one morning and you are no longer on Earth. Oh, this is great news. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, honestly that, fantastic That news. sounds fucking tight. Where are we? Instead, you are the crew of the Waypoint oh. and now live in Star mm. Wars. What kind of <laughs> ship is the Waypoint? What is your job? <laughs> when are you? And what is the first thing you do? Clear skies, Riley. So, so we're picking a I've Star Wars era. Well, I think we're. I think we're picking everything. Where, where, when, how is? Yeah, Gita says, Star Wars doesn't take. Star Wars doesn't actually take place over that. Like, yes, it does. Oh, oh, me. Oh, oh my god, what? Patrick, we can't do this. Real <laughs> Star Wars doesn't take place over Jesus, that. Jesus, like the, wow. the, pod, the, ner- the, the, the nerd spasm that this podcast Listen. has had. Like, calm the fuck down. I, mean, like, I was specifically speaking. 
Two, like, Motherfucker, do you the, know what the, 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 the universe presented in front of us for those nine films is actually does not take place How, over like you, that grand of a scheme of time? That's like hundreds of years. It's a hundred. It's, it's like, like a, it's like nine, years. It's like ninety years or yeah. something, right? From like that's the like very one century, years, which is not that. I'm just saying the difference in like people who were born in the beginning the of the trilogy not, are dead by the last movie in the sh- of the sequel trilogy. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, but we see them like die. So- <laughs> society is not that much different. It's seems- okay. We're getting society changes so much over a century. A hundred years. A hundred years. Oh yeah. Nineteen hundred. All that to society 2000. we see in Star Wars, we really see how the people live in that series. Like, what's happening in Coruscant? Oh, they have a Monte Listen, Carlo now. Cool. There's a lot of stuff happens in Coruscant. Okay, obviously we're in the old Republic. We're obviously in the old yeah. Republic. Obviously in the old Republic. I. I feel like I'm a smuggler, but I'm probably like, quite sensitive and don't quick, know it it's yet. Like, Sorry. It's like Patrick doesn't even care about the epidemic of death sticks on Coruscant. It's like he doesn't even care. <laughs> he like doesn't understand the political ramifications of Order 66. He doesn't. It's which, like, very upsetting. Which radically changed the universe. <laughs> the universe. The creation of a clone army happens in the... Are you kidding me? Anyway. See, I care about everything except the Star Wars movies. That's... High five. Yeah. That's that shit. <laughs> I, I realized this movies, after not seeing it. the last one and oh, realizing I just didn't you're good. want you're to. You're good. You're good. I just didn't fine. want to and I didn't need to see it because it was bad and I don't need to see mm-hmm. stuff that's bad. Yeah, uh-huh. And I was just like, all I actually want to do is roll a character for myself there in the go. Forces and Destiny there RPG. Uh-huh. And that's what I want to do. That's what you want to do. That's yeah. the life. All right, so. I still haven't seen Revenge of the Sith. You mean, wait. Wait. Do you mean what? Revenge of the Sith Hold or on. Rise, of, Rise of Skywalker? Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> two different the I never saw Revenge of the Sith. It's okay. The Ewoks dance is fine. It's like a fine movie. Wait. No, you were one. thinking Return of different the Jedi. Movie. Return of the Jedi. Revenge of the Sith is the third. Okay. Uh, uh, I walked ours. out. I walked out of Attack of the Clones, and I had seen enough. Listen, wow. uh, just watch You're the right, last scene, you, or just watch Clone Wars. Wa- Honestly, watch Clone Wars. just yeah. watch Clone Wars. Yeah. yeah that's what see, I'm this is this is what I'm. Yeah, that's where I'm. Like, did you see the trailer for that? Wait, so you never General Kenobi? That, the new Clone was, Wars cartoon. That was two. Was that two? No, that was three. Also, you know how tall General Grievous is. Ooh. <laughs> 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 I saw a really good Oof. fan comic of, of for the Clone Wars where it's like Obi Wan being moody, and then mm-hmm. in the background it's uh, Anakin and the uh, Yoda. Yo- not Yoda. The you were girl. making a. You were making like a. Oh, uh, Ahsoka. The, Ahsoka. Yeah. Like he's he's on her shoulders, and we're just like, look, we're General Grievous. Perfect. <laughs> good. Like any chance. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, Old yeah. Republic is what you're saying. Yeah. Old Republic is the most. Like, just uh, like, like Harry Kotor Potter era or like yeah okay Kotor era where the Jedi have this huge like real political power but don't know what the fuck to do with it I just really think mm-hmm. that that those political conflicts are really interesting yeah because you watch them understand that their ideology does not actually make for a harmonious universe no it in fact makes for I mean they just ruin Anakin Skywalker's life they just they just do it it is bad it's, so. What are we? They could have just we... taken him off that planet and put his mom up in a house. Yeah. They could have. Like, why wouldn't they save his mom? Why didn't they save his mom? Why didn't they save his mom? And then why didn't they respond with any kind of compassion when he was like, I think I'm in love with this woman. I don't know what this is. And they're like, fuck you then. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, <laughs> you then. You can't be in love. That's it. God. Okay. What are we? Are we? What is the What is the waypoint? We're smugglers, obviously. You got. You jumped to that real quick. I, what are we smuggling? Okay. Is it spice? It could be spice. <laughs> Are Rob, we drug dealers? Do have... I feel like we might be. 
I like to think okay. that we deliver. I like to think that we reported the news and that we're <laughs> smuggling oh. information. Oh, under like the Sith Empire, or like you know what I mean. Like mm. we're trying it's like, like an underground media operation. We're an underground media operation. A pi- pirate radio. Pirate radio. Yeah. Okay. Waypoint yeah. Radio is still <laughs> Waypoint Radio. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. hundred percent. And we like go into a system. We drop a satellite off, and it like broadcasts whatever the latest drop is. Downloads yeah. a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> downloads a podcast on your whatever your data pad and yeah. your Verbo brain or whatever the fuck droids have. And I'm like a Doctor Afra. Of course. Yeah, except instead of weird you, science except, stuff, I was gonna say except instead of being like a terrible eugenic scientist. Yeah, it's just like I have all the gossip for you. Appreciate yeah, it. I do lots of hacking, and I find out all the gossip. And Hacker Doctor. Yeah. Gita. Hacker Doctor Gita. Rob. What what are you? So, all right, so you can't leave this crew. You can't be like, well, I'm actually the bounty hunter chasing you, which I can feel in your heart. <laughs> well, like you could be a what, traitor. What is what is the ship? We, what is the ship? I I I don't know what type of ship is it. Like personally, I'm leaning towards like the Lady Luck, like sort of okay. a like smuggler yacht. Yeah. Okay. Mm, yeah. That sounds really nice. That sounds yacht. great. Like uh, the Marauders comic, X Men comic, where they have a yacht now. Oh, that's good. Yeah, they, they stole a yacht. They like stole Lando, a yacht from a rich kid. It's great. Lando rides around the universe being like, I go to the car game to car game yeah. in my yacht and I carry drugs in the back. Yo, that's sick. That's yeah, sick. that's so us. So wait, is there a party happening at all times? Is there a bar on our ship and we get people to come through and like we just have a bar but actually under, it's like a speakeasy. It's like a double speakeasy where. It's not a party. Oh, it's you, like, like a bon, constant. Like Le Bon Nuit. What is that? What is Le Bon Nuit? I don't know what this is. Le good bon night. But what is it? I don't know. Which French film is this? <laughs> I'm oh, I'm out of my depth. I know this movie. Oh my fucking god! I hate you so much. What did what he do? What is what <laughs> is wrong? It's the fucking Riverdale. Oh my god! Uh, it's the fucking of Riverdale. Uh, he's right though. That's underneath pops. He's right though. He's, he's right though. He's right though. <laughs> but it's not a party. It's not a constant party. We're doing whatever the Star Wars equivalent of a, ti- a tabletop RPG is. Okay. At, like pretty much, we're just okay. constantly running a game. There has to be. If you did a search for dice on the on Wikipedia, you know they'd be like, dice are yeah. a tool used to play games <laughs> in, the, in the Star Wars universe. We all are big jizz heads. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <I can't. laughs> okay, we're all big jizz heads. Ha ha ha. I get it. Listen, name I'm- three songs by Figure and Don. <laughs> yeah, you can't, right? Can't. <laughs> um, I feel like I have to be the former captain or something, or I have to be yeah. like elder statesman. I'm still around, Captain Emeritus. Right, Captain Emeritus. I'm mostly just hanging out, <laughs> but I've turned the keys over. We don't have a captain anymore. We're a, a ship without a captain. A mm. big fat mm. space we, blunt. Yeah, just roll. <laughs> just catch me downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm rolling those dice. <laughs> we, we made this choice to try and like democratize the ship, but actually, it just causes us problems. Yes. we can't come to any decisions. Yeah, there's lots of yeah. so Austin's just the Sam Waterston character. Yeah, and, 100%. and Rob is con- Rob is constantly frustrated because he he wants to respect the group dynamic, but also is like someone's got to make someone some to make some decisions. take some action. So he's making decisions for yes. us, like we're not really telling us. Yes, Rob's a, Rob's for. Sensitive. Rob is definitely force oh, sensitive. A hundred percent. I, I want to be this. I look in the podcast channel. Yeah, this is me. I'm looking. I'm looking at your. I'm okay. Load this up. Hit waypoint. Da, da, da. Oh yeah. Wait, which one? On the right or the left? He's the slug, obviously. Uh, okay. On the right. I'm Claude. I'm Claude. I'm the big. That I'm, I also I'm a big alien. feel like you are also the guy who's like, hey, look at this fucking guy. Yeah, that's the dude from Heroes. That's that guy's the cop from Heroes, isn't it? Yeah, uh-huh. that's yeah. yeah from Heroes. It was JJ Abrams' friend J. J. Abrams who stuff, who yeah. is in all of the all of his works. God. 
Yeah, you know I could be, be either. I could be the, the frumpy alien I with like the, the weird hands alien. coming out of its eyes. Yeah, I like this alien. I could see you being that. What do you do on the ship? Hmm. Are you like our scout? Are do? you like our... I don't know what that... Big eyes. Big mouth. Well, that's the thing. I was going to say... I was thinking of this alien, actually, for me, because I'm, it's wow. in the ship... In the shit, in the thing Ka- with this Ka- alien, you're a yes, producer. Because you would be Babu, you could be Babu. Oh, I could be Babu. Oh, Fuck, wow. yes, that's better. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I, this is the happiest someone put that met Kata. I know. And I, this is the happiest I've ever seen it. Anyone in this building. I was thinking that alien because he's uh, it, it's on the it's on the fucking Millennium Falcon fixing shit. So I'm like, I'm probably the engineer. This alien's fucking, on the yes, this one, yes, in the very beginning of Sorry. that fucking movie. This one, that one, yeah, yes, Weird. okay. It's on the Millennium this, Falcon. Look at this fucking, image I just pasted. Okay. This is look at Kato. That's Kato. Kato's having a fucking great that's, time on that's this Kato ship. Right Hell yeah! There for Hell sure. yeah! No, that's a better that's answer. I love that. Fucking. I want you. I want someone to. I wish. I, I wish you could talk to us in Babu Frick. I wish you could, like, summon. <laughs> You'd be a good Babu Frick. Yeah. Okay. Fix shit. So then, Patrick, you're this weird alien. Rob, you're Force-sensitive yep. and our de facto captain, even if you won't actually <laughs> accept the title because we're we're a social democratic. <laughs> oh, I bet, I bet we all call him captain. And we you do. He insist, hates it. You insist that you're not captain. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, captain. Okay, captain. Well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> God. We call him captain, but we give him no actual authority. A hundred percent. Yeah. Undermine it. Yeah. Uh huh. Right. Yeah, we get okay, to a captain. planet, and he like gives us orders, and we're just like, okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> See you in like three days. <laughs> God. So it's like being game master too. It's a hundred percent. You are also <laughs> that. It's your GM. You meticulously plot out something. I've got a great adventure planned, folks. <laughs> yeah. All right. Catch me in the potion shop. Actually, for an hour. I think the last time I played D anD D, we had a forty-five minute argument about the political ramifications of killing a guard. Good. Good. Yeah. yeah. That's the way you're supposed that's to play. Shit. That's well, the, we were that's trying the to way. figure out whether or not taking down an oligarchical like small kingdom was going to be like create a power vacuum. Right. What not was the term? Yeah. Right. Right. So, I like, love when D and D groups don't. They literally don't know the setting at all yet, but yeah. they're like. Let's just have a platonic debate about like <laughs> what does a guard represent in this world? It's like you literally don't know. Like just right. I swear we can to God, just talk to the guy. Just talk <laughs> to the <laughs> guy. That, He'll say he will tell you. He man, will tell you that I he's, fucking hate children. Right, and then you're like, oh okay, cool, stab done, we're good. <laughs> yeah. Fucking good, love it. Moving love on. It. Uh, all right, that's going to do it for us on this episode of Waypoint Radio. Gita, welcome again. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy that you're here. Uh, going forward, we're going to have a rotating cast. Probably won't be all five of us on every single episode. And we might we might start a thing where we're like changing things up in the front half of the show, the back half of the show. For instance, I'm not here on Monday. There you uh, go. Because I, do, I am not going to have any assistance with the dog on Monday. And uh, oh, I'm so happy that Captain's podcast window is not yet open with, with little Mina. <laughs> Oh, now we're gonna call you Captain in real That's life. It, for real. <laughs> I yeah. hope you know I that. I hope you know this. It happened. <laughs> Rob Captain, is Captain Rob. Captain oh Rob. Captain God. Rob. It works. Oh my God. So good. I love this. Oh, Captain, my Captain. Um, we'll be back. We will. The rest of us will be back on Monday. Patrick and I will talk about some Kentucky about Zero. I I really want to hear. On by Monday about Temtem. I know that no one oh has gotten to play Temtem no, yet. I did. People are too hyphy for Temtem. Was it good? Are you it's liking fucking, it? I, Nintendo, Nintendo, like Nintendo, fucking copy everything. Nintendo. Nintendo. Fuck. Wow. Tem-tem. God damn Tem-tem it. Temtem is like a Pokemon E RPG. Yeah. But it's or an MMO? MMO. It shouldn't be an MMO, but we'll, we we'll get talk. there on Monday. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that on Monday. We'll talk about some other stuff. Rob, I hope you have a good time with your dog. Uh, I hope that Mina. Oh, fuck. We didn't talk about Destiny. They fixed the. Pu- whatever. 
We'll talk about they, it on Monday. They, did y'all map out that for us? What a loss to the world that is. Fucking oh. fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Let Kato have the infinite forest. Look. Okay. Infinite forest? Is that what it's called? No, no the quarters of it time. It could be less okay. infinite. <laughs> has considered being a finite forest. Yeah. <laughs> if I were a forest, you. I would simply I would simply have, be finite. Have finite borders. I would have defined borders. Yeah. Did they did they finish it? Y'all finished mapping that shit out? Yeah, they did. Congrats. It was wild. Uh did you get anything? This is the end. We'll talk more. Yeah, we got a cool ass gun. Okay. That was already on the people got mad. There's a whole thing. Okay, we'll talk on oh, Monday. Cool. <laughs> Monday, Kentucky Route Zero, Destiny. Be sure Kem-Kem. to shoot your oval team. Right. If, you, if you have questions there, you can send them into gaming at vice.com. As always, thank you to Bowen for letting us use the track Miss You of the EP Pale Machine. Find out more about that at waypoint.zone slash B-O-E-N. Find me on Twitter at Austin underscore Walker. Kato, how about you? At A underscore Kato underscore appears. Patrick. At Patrick Clubbing. Rob. Captain Rob. At Captain Rob. <laughs> Captain Rob. Rob's acting. <laughs> and finally, Gita, welcome. You can find Gita at XOXO Gossip Gita. There it is. Of you know course. you love me. There it is. I <laughs> uh, follow everything we do twitter.com slash waypoint, waypoint.vice.zone. You already know what it is. That, wait, dot zone? Yeah, that goes there. Really? Waypoint.zone, yeah. They waypoint, got a lot you, of... said, you just said. Oh, did I? Waypoint.vice.zone. Waypoint.vice.com. Waypoint.zone. Waypoint.zone. I think it will anyway. I might have to update that that redirect, but that's the one redirect I control. Nice. Uh, they were like, no, we're not getting... They didn't say that. They didn't say they weren't going to give us a redirect, but we couldn't get waypoint.com. And so I was like, we just announced this website. I better quickly grab a thing. Let me get waypoint.zone. So that's that's how we got that. Uh, all right. That's going to do it for us. As always, you know the drill. Fuck capitalism. Go home. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. All right. We did it. Pod. We did a podcast. We did a podcast. That was so much fun. Oh, my God. This image of Captain Rob. Yeah, Captain Rob. What is that? That's Rob. Is that us? That's just a picture of Rob. I don't know what you guys are looking at. I like... (laughs) Instinctually, I when I was typing Captain Rob into Google Image Search, I of course searched Captain Ron um, as right, one which does. Which is a great um, film, fantastic. Oh, I haven't seen it in years, but I loved it as a kid. Yeah, Captain so Rob and the Secret of Professor Lupardi. Excuse me, what?
who Oops. who is this man? I mean, he knows the secret of Professor Luparty. <laughs> man, he looks like he's got. There's a an uncomfortable, yeah, Jeremy Piven vibe coming off this dude. If this is he's like a, anything like Skybound, I think. Oh he's my like, God, Skybound! What if suddenly? <laughs> what if suddenly the ground was gone? What if suddenly the ground was gone? Did you ever see it? Wait, does that is mean there enough weed in the world for me to watch Skybound? Is the real question. <laughs> yeah. Like, how okay, so do I have to be? Skybound. Uh-huh. The one problem. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it's not that the ground is gone. It's uh-huh. that a nuclear war happens while they're in the fucking plane. That's not so, the same. That's, that's a different not, thing. It's not remotely the same. <laughs> the ground is there. It's radioactive. That's a different situation. It's bad. It's what a bad if, situation. What if the ground stopped being regular is a much worse <laughs> tagline. <laughs> the, mad, the mad Professor Luparty has developed a machine with which he can control the Earth's climate and thus even destroy the world. Will Captain Rob and the beautiful Paula manage to save the <laughs> world the from a disaster? Paul? Is that Mina? That's Mina. That's Mina the dog. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's the beautiful Paula. The beautiful Paula. Yeah. Man, this professor at the party sounds like a real dick. Yeah. But he creates a lot of jobs, though. <laughs> good God good paying it. jobs. It's the Green New Deal, baby. That's it. Yeah, you can control the weather. Just so you know, my boyfriend for Christmas did buy me why we need the Green New Deal. Wow. Yeah, it's true love, baby. Okay. I got him a plushie of Gengar. Okay. Oh, he loves it. I'm glad he got you a book Wait, about the Gengar future. Gengar or Gang- Gengar? Gengar. Gengar the Pokemon. Not, okay. not Dengar the Bounty Hunter. Not Dengar hunter, the Bounty Hunter. Who I had a conversation about with my friend Allie not 12 hours ago. Oh my so, God. you know, I love I'm living that life right now. Are we talking Allie, about the Dengar story where he becomes friends with uh, Boba, Boba Fett? Fett? Yeah, that is literally what life. I was having. Yeah. Yes, 100%. Allie is reading through Tales of the Bounty Hunters. Uh, which is a great... Is that fun? What? Is that a fun one? It is a fun one. She came to me, Keith, Art, uh, Friends of the Table people, to ask about, like, what are the good Star Wars novels? And that is a hard fucking question to answer because there are, like, a thousand of them. (laughs) This is what I need to know also. Because, like, I, after the movie, I was like, I want Star Wars universe and characters. Right. I don't want these movies. Yeah, And I love reading. I don't remember who that is. Who was Captain Pelion? Oh, that's a Pokemon. That is Thrawn's right hand man. Right. Uh huh. Right. Mm. The guy who, like, from the first mm-hmm. is like, I don't know if we want to get into the dark Jedi business, boss. This seems like <laughs> a bad idea. <laughs> it's like dark Jedi. Dark Jedi. Well, the dark thing about dark like Jedi a... is that they all are mean and evil and yeah. they do evil shit to people. Yeah. I don't know. Let's just stay with blasters. Like, we're doing clones again? <laughs> Clones? It didn't go well. Remember the war? We call it the Clone Wars. He's he's kind of like, but I, that ain't none of my business. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Thrawn, yeah, have you ever considered what happens when those personal death commandos you use as your bodyguards discover that they're colonial subjects who are being brutally repressed by a campaign of ecological devastation? <laughs> Thrawn's like, ah, nope. Unfortunately, he doesn't. He does not stop Thrawn from pursuing any of these things. But he and he wasn't even really a conscientious objector so much as the guy who said, mm, "We just we just Do not take five. The Sith. Yeah, we take five and talk about this. Can we just real quick? Can we step in the in the hallway real quick, Thrawn, and just talk through it real quick? <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm going to get lunch and then. Yeah, I should probably eat. Bye, also. You should eat. That's the All curse. Right. Don't fall into the trap. I eat food. Eat and not a four. Whoops. <laughs> I don't know what he. I don't know. Uh, not at 4 p.m. And not at 4 p.m. Okay. Yeah.
Knoxville's very them. cool. And like, I grew up on a university Can campus. Can we hear anything, Kato? Yeah, play like a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can hear Austin. I love that. That's great. We could just do a podcast. I love that for us. <laughs> we could. We could just do one. The it, fuck? I'm not hearing that ad either. Uh-uh. The so fuck? nothing coming from that is audible. That's really cool. That's great. Mm, I'm going to look at Twitter. Uh-huh. Did Soundflower break? Do I have to reset this shit? Oh, fuck. Want to clap? Do you want to do our clap? Yes. Or you can do our clap. Uh, if you hear barking or like heavy footfalls, I want to meet upstairs, your dog because you have a beautiful. Put your dog on screen. Beautiful animal. Oh, I'm getting a cat. Is on that Saturday. dog? Show me the, give me yes. animals. I want them. I want to see them and pet them and love them. Do you want to come over and meet Ella the cat? Ella is that the name of Ella? your Ella? Yeah. That's oh, a good oh, what a good name. name. My grandmother's name. Oh, that's sweet. one of my grandmother's yeah. names. I didn't pick the name, but I'm not going to change it because I think it, it's perfect. That's I, a good name. Well, she was she's a stray, so she's Cinderella. Oh, that's so sweet. You know, did you figure out a name? Watched a lot of Cinderella the last couple last month. That's <laughs> what we watch Princess, every day. Princesses, so, which is great because actually it turns out that the old Disney movies are extremely uh, short. Yeah, oh, yeah, like they're like hour. seventy-five minutes. It's an hour. Yeah, it's, <laughs> so it's, it's sick. In and out. And honestly, you Boom. can appreciate those movies on a technical merit too. If you're like really tuning out and you're just like, oh, it's the first fifteen how they... times, yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> um, the the thing is, the thing is, she'll catch up on this at some point. But uh, she gets up to go to the bathroom, looks away. You pause it. Whoop! Skip ahead thirty minutes. Wow, wow we're so much closer to the end, Jessica. Like she can't the movie's over. Wow, wow, it's so weird. This is going on a recording. One day she's going to dig this out and be furious <laughs> at you. How do you think she's going to It's like gaslight, but for your children. Rebel God. against you. I feel like I'm really interested in how she's going to rebel. Because we know that she's going to be a beast as a teenager. Like, we've already got the evidence. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't. Um, will she reject the princessy things, go in the opposite direction, despite her parents' best efforts to introduce her to a... Gender neutral toys and clothes. She said, "No, fuck you." Actually, what I like is pink and princesses. straight edge culture. So, yeah. her, like her rebelling was like, "We're gonna try. We're gonna we're gonna fight with our family, and we're gonna tell them they're not allowed to buy you pink, and you can't just buy princesses." And then she's gonna say, "Yeah, you know what? Fuck you, trying to constrain me into this non gendered toy spectrum. Like mm-hmm. I'm just gonna enjoy princesses Listen, and buy eighty dollar we... Cinderella dresses at the Disney store. Amazing. We stand a femme queen." <laughs> Honestly, we mm-hmm. do. <laughs> she made her choice. She made her choice. That's what that's, that's, that's I care about. Her. Yeah. It came mm-hmm. from her. So you did your job. Yeah, right. That conditioning It came is... from her slash she liked one princess thing and then the algorithm well, how it changed goes. it to all princess right. things yeah. and then all the toy aisles have princess stuff. So yes, yep. she made one choice. I don't know if she made the 99 choices after that. <laughs> Could you really who... have... She's a lot like MK. <laughs> yeah, your partner. Sorry, Rob. Your Patrick's no, no, daughter no, 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 is a lot no. like, like MK. <laughs> No, it's a it's a family it's friend, a uh, oh. and uh, but but she's also very like science, tech, math. Mm. And when she had a kid, she was so desperate, like you know, gonna raise her in a very you know, gender neutral fashion. Like whatever she's into is fine. Not gonna push pink, anything like that. Daughter went all the way the princess route, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. full on, just mm-hmm. like laps that shit up. Very like bright kid. But like, just wants to be a princess, and watching our friend grapple with that, and like, try to be fine with it. But like, really, no, she wanted a very like, uh, 
she wanted a nerd. She like wanted a, a nerd. tech nerd. She wanted the tech nerd. You gotta, you gotta give yeah. that stuff up. I gave it up. I gave it up immediately. I wore her surprise for her birthday this year was I wore a princess dress for her oh for God. the party. Like, fuck it. Like, yeah, she's into Patrick's, it. She's, Patrick's a good dad. Patrick, you're such a good dad. Patrick's a good dad. Oh, my goodness. It was, it was a really good It was a really good choice until she's there was a, uh, I, I've told this story uh, partially to you guys before, but uh then she wanted me to wear it to the after party, which was that there was the our city was throwing like an outdoor festival. Oh, I was no. like, fuck it. Yeah, I'll wear it. And then um, so when I'd go to the beer stand to get a drink, people like you're doing this for your daughter. This is fucking amazing. You're not buying a. You are not buying anything. Here's a beer. Wow. out. Um, but then the moment I left um, her side. Right. Um, yeah. I almost huh. got the shit beat out of me twice. Yeah, I um, bet. I love Chicago. <laughs> Um, I I parked my car. I parked my car, got out. Someone turns to me and goes, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Why don't you keep on fucking walking? And I was like, whoa, this escalated very quickly for me. I don't act like this. Um, (laughs) I wore that goddamn dress. I got my free beers. Fuck certain parts of... Okay. I'm not surprised. I know, I know no, you're no in offense. the burps now, but yeah. like you can't, you take a boy out of Chicago. Oh, you can't take a Chicago out of the boy. <laughs> Patrick, <laughs> Patrick, yeah, Patrick here. from the streets. Yo, but he Patrick lived, famously you know straight off the street. He, like, he lived in the hood for a little bit. Did though. he? Like, okay, when did so no, he didn't. The, the Logan Humboldt area okay. is really black. Yeah, I lived black. in the shit. Yeah. I, yeah. I say I lived in Logan Square, but boy, I lived in the shitty part of Logan Square. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's block by block. His block, nice. My block, not so nice. Okay, okay. God. All right, we should clap. Uh, All right, on yeah. what? You set the time. Uh, let's clap Take on 15. Second. Wow, she's giving us such a wide lane. I love it. We're going to take a nap. <laughs> I already, I'm already asleep. <laughs> Great. Agita, famously, as we've done these claps over the years, we've made it a, a minor game to be like, all right, it's two seconds from now. And just <laughs> can you be on your shit when well, you clap? It makes us clap. So you giving us ten seconds is like, all right. Ah, uh, yeah, stretch a little bit. <laughs> is this what socialism is like? This is it. Yes. <laughs> Finally, from everyone has time. To their, from their ability, I always fuck that one up it's and do it the other. I do it the other way. way. Yeah. yeah. That's worse. That system sounds bad. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Gita's little red book. You get the idea. You get it. Come uh, on. You get yeah. it. It's uh, socialism, the gossip girl oh, version. Oh, the fucking, did you all see the Pete Buttigieg, come on? The Pete Buttigieg. Oh my God, yes. Please clap. Please clap. I but can't. He's Jeb The framing too. was exactly oh, the same. It's exactly too. the same. The like timing every, is exactly the same. It's the same location. The only difference is he has like a weird chuckle afterwards that makes him sound like a, a monster person. <laughs> Who? Come on. Who's that guy? I, believe, I believe all that shit about him being the kid that 100%, wanted to be president. 100%. 100%. 100%. The he was born. I just like, he's pathological. He it's, scares it's me. It's scary. 100%. Yeah. Like invented his life around how do I become a president? He changed how he pronounces his last name multiple times. Which again, to be clear, in this country there are plenty of reasons and pressures for why you might change the way you pronounce your last name. Yeah, but he's white though. But he's white though, (laughs) and also is doing it specifically for electability, which is a different for electability to be a white dude in charge, not like to avoid social you know prejudice and persecution. Anyway, anyway, we can't turn this into is Pete is Pete Buttigieg our Ted Cruz. Oh my God! Yes, is, is Pete Buttigieg the Zodiac <laughs> killer? <laughs> I mean, it, it I mean, was the I mean, that there was more than one. They're right. Yeah, there was always there was always more than one. <laughs> 
some of the symbols don't what line was, up. Um, the Charlie Pierce line on Paul Ryan, a zombie-eyed granny starver. <laughs> like he oh is from God. the same mold. He is like yeah. he like hundred percent. Might as well be the same dude. This like dumbass and like like oh. fake Midwestern. What people think the Midwest is like ashexiness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Midwesterners are only ashexy when they're telling you to go fuck yourself. Like that's that's <laughs> when that energy comes out. Like yeah, I, Midwestern I don't nice it. is the most vicious passive aggression I've ever encountered. <laughs> yeah. So him like, going, come on, is like, like I'm ready human. to fucking shoot everybody in the head. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to take he, out a there gun was, and kill you. There was an anger to his come on. There yeah. was like a, the please clap, there, there's a distinction here. Jeb's please clap was deeply pitiful. Yes. Yeah. And like, I almost earned, felt bad. I almost felt bad. Yeah. And I thought about who he was and what his policies were and well, what I he would do. to Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Pete, Pete, whatever his policies may be, which which I think are also bad, but not as bad as what Jeb's would be. Yeah. Uh, when he said, come on, there was, a, there was like a fury underneath it there was yeah. like a, an expert oh, I mean yeah. he doesn't know why black people doesn't like him he doesn't, he doesn't know, know why that. millennials don't That's like true. him he keeps saying like if I'm elected it would be the most progressive platform for any president and which is true but it's still not, not far mm, enough mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. the ship has sailed on incrementalism and We've also the dance it. is bad oh the dance is so it's not a dance okay I'm calling it. That's not a dance. That's waving your fucking arms around. You could not get a. You could not get a copyright for for that dance. <laughs> no, it's not complex enough. It's not like the cha cha. Fortnite wouldn't no. steal that dance. Right. Fortnite <laughs> would not. Oh well, god. No, they would oh give god. it to you for free when you create a new account. The new default <laughs> is the Buddha Judge dance. It's a high hope. Fuck. <laughs> you know what? Actually, if they did that, that. You know yeah, what? That would be that would be you know what? It'd be worth it. Right. Is a default skin looking ass though. Yeah. He is default ass. No. God damn. Can we get no, the, there's like, the, you, there's you know, like twenty identical quest givers that are just like wearing different clothes and they're all Pete Buttigieg <laughs> in like the starting location. Can we get the, like, I've seen him in Skyrim. Yeah, he's, definitely. He's out there. He's out there. The spot the difference meme, like one side it's AOC talking about her favorite league characters, uh-huh. and the other side is Pete Buttigieg's like, I love Fortnite. I love Fortnite. <laughs> Pokemon, it brings, who was it brings communities together. The New York Times, like the, the videos they released, though, who was the dude who was just like, Pete Buttigieg? I don't know. You yeah. helped gut the American economy. <laughs> oh, we can't go in New York Times. Benjamin Applebaum. Who was that mm-hmm. man? Benjamin Applebaum. He went in. It was, uh, it was ben- unreal. Like, it was, yeah, it was Somebody described it as like Ash and Alien. It was, un- it was like. Yeah. It was awesome. I loved it. And then it. Benjamin Applebaum also posted today on Twitter that Bernie had a point about the thing he said about uh, government bailouts. And I was just like, "You are you are you a real one, dude? Like, let me introduce you to some Jewish leftists. I feel like you might like <laughs> we can We can get you. We can bring you back off that editorial board. Can you imagine board. how much, can you imagine how much, like, people on the Times editorial board must fucking hate each other? Oh, my oh God. absolutely. Jesus like, you could see in the room, just, dude. Like they wanted to fucking. I didn't. I couldn't watch all the videos. They were rough. Was, uh, is it I, tense? I watched the weekly episode. I was with a bunch of like politics nerds uh, in Buffalo, and like, what the fuck else are we gonna do <laughs> except smoke weed and put bets down on this? Um, <laughs> well, did anybody win? Did anybody do the double bet? No one did the double bet. Okay, but yeah. we did have did someone have put outs? down money on Klobuchar, and we were like, ah, come on, come on, <laughs> come on, come on. <laughs> yeah. Um, we ended up donating all the money we we bet okay. to Bernie Sanders. Good. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. Forty yeah. bucks. Like you do. Yeah. Um, people want to know if we people have been asking us to do an official endorsement. I don't think Vice would let us do an official endorsement, but it's, come it's on, Bernie Sanders. But come on, <laughs> come on, it's Bernie. You know you, what the fuck it is. We're also, all Bernard brothers here. We would also vote for. We should just we should just do one before the. We should just do like a let's, get, Iowa, a, let's get our shit yeah. on the table. Before I started Iowa. out as a Warren. 
guy. Yeah, of course. Like, sure, I believe you. Yeah. 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 Hold, just, the, hold it. we got to hold this. we got to hold this. This is a different pod. Hold this in. Yeah. Okay, okay. We will do a different we'll pod. We'll talk through this we'll, process. We'll, we'll do this. I was watching yes. old Warren clip. We can't do this. Stop. Anyway. Let's do a podcast. I was so hopeful about her for a sec. Anyway, okay. We'll get, we, we, we will get there. We okay. will. Not today. But. Yeah, I think we're all, all in similar places. Yeah. yeah.